Your host Brett Brandis for this Simcha. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. Look it up. Look it up, Simcha. <laughs> Joining me I, as I always. I can't wait to when we run out of thesaurus.com. <laughs> oh, come on. I got party. like 60 of these things loaded <laughs> up, baby. And uh, joining me as always, it's my co host. His name is Eric. Eric, tell him your name. My name is Eric, and I'm looking forward to being both a tank, a healer, DPS. Oh, you didn't want to just spellcaster like, have one melee. of those things. You, you I think to... I was asked the question, "Why not everything?" <laughs> <laughs> and I had a hard time answering it, and therefore yeah. I chose this I class. Yes, today we will be reviewing the Paladin, possibly the most powerful class in D anD. It definitely definitely feels like it. I think it you you is. you can't you can't ignore just. The sheer power of, of ninth level spells kind of overwhelm, warp everything. And Paladins don't get that, but it's just like on a day to day basis. Yeah, they Ooh. they have kind of the best of both worlds of like, you know, sometimes spellcasting is really good, sometimes Marshall's really good, and mm-hmm. Paladins are just like, yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Which one's good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh man, we really need a healer. It's like, yeah. 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 I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, so so the paladins today. Uh, before we get down to that, we're back at the party, Eric. What you drinking today? Uh, so I I've really like over the past couple months really toned down my drinking so far. So today, when I was like, oh yeah, what, like what am I gonna do? I only had like a hat, like a little bit of whiskey left. So I turned it into an old fashioned. I know I've had that before. So you have to forgive me. Hey. Hey, you're an old-fashioned kind of guy. Oh, I'm an hey. old-fashioned kind of guy. What can I say? <laughs> well, this is as close as I could get. Surprisingly, and I mean, I scoured the world of beer for anything I could get related to a paladin. Surprisingly hard to do. Here's how I got. Um, <laughs> how do I? How do I? I got to free. Because I got to twist the tail here. I got to I gotta yes. really... Well, it's always it's always a good thing when it starts out like here's why this makes sense. <laughs> Let me explain to you. When I was a young boy, <laughs> you see, yes. So a paladins traditionally they're like you know the holy knight, right? They are a uh, kind mm, of a right. they're, they're kind of blessed. They're kind of above the rest of the promenade. You'd say, yep. right? Yep. So I, I have a beer called the Peasant King. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, don't pull a muscle with that big stretch there, Brandis. <laughs> hey, 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 I did my best here, all right? I thought it was okay. So Right, uh, yeah. I think, like, by the time, yeah, I was, like, 20 words in and, like, came down to, like, king. And I found a beer with king, and it was the peasant king. And I was like, well, you know what? Like, that all right. Kinda, there's, a <laughs> little bit of, yeah, yeah. there's a little bit of flavor there, I guess. And this is by one of those companies that I've gotten a lot because uh, it's Burlington Beer Company. This was the one that was the uh, "It's complicated being a wizard." Oh, nice! Which was like you know slam dunk for the wizard class one, right? So, yeah, but yeah, so they clearly are D and D players. So like you know, and you know, I 
kind of I bet your difficulty was the the things that we touched on where like the paladin kind of does everything well. Sorry, that was my phone. Um, the paladin kind of just does everything well. So there, it unless um like unless it has the word paladin in it, it's always like holy divine. You're like, eh, yeah. it kind of feels like a cleric. I, I knew I wasn't gonna get the word paladin right up front. I, yeah, I was already starting like, okay, that's not gonna happen. But you know, st- a step down, you'd look for holy knight, you know, right, yeah. or anything related. But nope, this is as close as I can get. So on to the pal. Actually, before we get to the paladin class again, D and D. We haven't done this in a while, so sorry we've been uh, on a break for a while. We've been uh, had a little hiatus. That was because uh, life gets in the way. Uh, I was finishing up school, then Eric had uh, a guest visit for a whole week, right? And then uh, I had uh, a thing called a house, and crazy the house, you know, does stuff, and you have to deal with it because you now live there permanently, <laughs> and no one else will deal with it for you. So. I don't believe you. Houses don't exist. <laughs> so I've had a, a, a hell of a couple weeks. Uh, read about those in books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are uh, sanding our good. floors, which is uh, I need a paladin to do it for me. They, they probably, probably have a spell have, for that. I was gonna say they probably they probably have a spell that does it. So channel divinity sand. Uh, floors. Our D and D campaign story. We really only had one episode since that though, because talking about the hiatus, that's all kind of shoved in there. But yep. we introduced a uh, a new player yeah to our campaign that's been kind of the biggest uh yeah maker it was kind of he's uh he's one of our he's a friend of a friend and he just kind of wanted to play some D. &D. uh i and he's just going to come in for this like this story arc because his okay the friend is we're kind of entering his backstory's realm so it'd be like oh hey my buddy what kind of wants to play it's like okay i didn't want to uh Say like now he's in for the entire time, but right, you know, and and, and that's fine. People have guests all the time, and sometimes yeah, it can be absolutely. fun to have a. Uh, I, I know I have a friend of a friend who's really interested in, you know, getting. He just wants to play more in D and D in general. He's like, I don't want to be there for the whole campaign, but like, shove me in, like, yeah. shove me in, coach. <laughs> yeah, and we'll like, we'll yeah, we'll work that. We'll work him in. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be good. Yeah, and also but, yeah, that, so, it's yeah, it's fun. Yeah, and he's pretty fascinating. His character is an Echo Knight uh, fighter, yes. which is so... I love, love Echo Knights. I had a, an Echo Knight and in another campaign, played like two episodes and had to dip out because my life got too busy for two campaigns. But <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, I love Echo Knights, so that's a fun character to watch. Besides that, we kind of, last episode, just kind of did a one-shot fighting day because yeah like we don't know where we're at uh let's just fight a big boss <laughs> yeah it, it was one of those situations where nobody really like canceled but everyone was like Ugh, i can't i have to leave an hour yeah, in we and someone says oh i have to yeah. yeah so i was just like ah, i'll just here's here's a big dragon you guys just fight that <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> and like none, none of this will none of this will matter and the if you die we'll We'll be fine, but yeah, it's just like here's just a big thing for you guys to fight. fight, and we we haven't really fought any but anything in a little bit, so it kind of worked out. Everyone had a good time, and we definitely see the power of it. just talk to quickly glaze over that fight. Like we definitely did die, but we're all like level thirteen, so like by dying, we're like dying up 
dead up dead right. up. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah it is kind of funny it's like we're you're all just constantly at like 30 just hoping to not get hit by the dragon i think we were immediately there was no health pools anymore you were either at one yep. or you were at zero right and that was how the fight went yeah the, and uh entire fight. you uh i know you weren't there for the first like turn and a half or, or whatever it, yeah. but you you were really uh kicking up the heels during that fight <laughs> So I was I was like, yeah, the, hey, even towards the end I was. Yeah, exactly. I you really were just was. like, yeah. well, I mean, all right. My time, class is a cleric. A so yeah. yeah, I really yeah, I'm not surprised and, uh, that I, I really took that role that role in. Uh talking about another class that can heal though. The paladin mm-hmm. the paladin class. Let's get started with the paladin class. Starting off, uh they are one of the big beefy boys, right? They got the D ten. Uh, yep. With the con mod, um, so they they are a beefy boy. They can use all armor, all shields, right? All simple weapons, all martial weapons. So you know, yep. classic full, full they martial have that class. Whole sweep. They have two amazing saving throws. Well, no, one amazing saving throw. One right. Junk, yeah. One junk one. They have a wisdom saving throw bonus, which as like huge a martial character is like. That's the you, what? That's half the saving throws, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like all the important shit is wisdom saves. Yeah, and Paladin has ends up having that because why not? Whatever. Uh, they can choose from athletics, insight, intimidation, medicine, persuasion, religion. So well, the other one is charisma. The other saving throw. Yeah, the other saving throw is charisma, which is junky. It's not a very good saving throw to have. It yeah, the only important one that I could. Up think of is banishment the spell has a charisma saving throw there's some monsters that require charisma saving throws but usually it's not too worth no. uh a lot of like frightened effects are they they're mostly wisdom saves, they're all right? wisdom yeah they're, they're yeah, all wisdom but it, it's yeah exactly i that, it feels kinda, like it'll be more of a charisma thing i'm yeah because deception and intimidation mm-hmm. are charisma right. abilities so i don't get why like being fear or char- charmed also feels like a charisma especially thing. like intimidate like when you think intimidate yeah right? it's like that's what would fear someone yeah that's exactly <laughs> yeah i I, I'm kind of more leaning towards the camp where it's not a camp. This is not like a take that exists, but I'm just like, you know what? Maybe fear should be in like, should be charisma. Like I get the whole, like my willpower is strong, so I'm not going to be afraid, but also like if you're high, yeah, charisma, then, then it could be a strength throw. I don't know. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't make sense that like a bard who is like super good at intimidating also just like, Oh, I'm afraid at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, I, I definitely am in that camp. So, uh, beginning equipment gets kind of the usual: uh, any weapon and a shield, any two weapons, uh, five javelins, uh, or any other simple weapon. A priest pack or an explorer's pack, and then it starts off a chainmail and a holy symbol, which makes its AC pretty high from the get go. Yeah, um, and yeah, the the starting equipment's pretty good, um, but. So we've kind of alluded to this earlier. Paladins also get to cast spells. They're like qualified as half casters. So that means they they only get up to level five slots. Yeah, not at level one, but not uh, level one comes at level two. <laughs> <laughs> comes just a little bit later. Uh, but and then, so they have a. Uh, I, I guess we can just talk about it when we get to spell casting. So well, sure. I'll hold off until spell casting. You're gonna get two more things at level one, uh, baked into the base class, which is huge. So like, which also. 
whatever whenever you see like all these things given to you at level one, you could always sort of consider these classes as subclasses or um sorry multi classes. Hmm. Of course, the the paladin doesn't have as much, and we'll talk about why when you go over exactly what it gives you. Yeah, uh, the first one is the divine sense. So this allows you to, as an action, you can open your awareness to dark forces. Until the end of your next turn, you can know the location of celestial fiends, undead, within 60 feet of you. That's not behind total cover. Uh, and you know the type of whatever is sent. So, you, you know, you don't have to say, like, I want to sense celestials. No, you're going to sense all of them. And when you do yeah. sense something, you're going to know what that thing is. Um, but not its identity, so you won't be able to know uh, exactly who it is, if it's a who. Yeah, like, re- really, the, where this comes up is if there are a bunch of hidden enemies that are undead, you can't be like, which one's the boss monster? Yeah, 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 which one, well, yeah. I want to know which zombie is the bad zombie. Well, yeah. You just sense all these zombies, okay? Um, you could also detect the presence of any object that's been consecrated or desecrated, like the Pahalo spell. And, then, and you could use this as a number of times equal to one plus your charisma mod, which, you know, I don't foresee you ever using this any more than, like, once. I don't know. Like, like so, like, I feel like that part. Not- yeah, this, this ability is, it's very interesting because it, like, never works the way, it never works out. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it feels it, like something that every Paladin player is just going to be like, well, divine sense. And, and the DM's like, I, yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times i mean i actually i can tell you every single time <laughs> someone has used divine sense and it just this is like yep you don't sense anything yeah, this is within 60 feet not behind total cover so that means like if you're <laughs> something is in if you're like oh i don't know if the if that vampire is in this next room i'm gonna use divine sense it's like you, well you don't it's sense anything because cover, he's behind so... total cover um yeah, right you're gonna see the thing anyway yeah and like the the Ability also suffers from, like, the first sentence reads, like, it should be like, ooh, I can, like, detect evil. And it's like, nope, Just only celestial fiends. <laughs> so, like, aberrations, things like that, you can't yeah. sense anything that is, like, yeah, like, all these crazy things that are evil, but just, they're not, like, divinely evil. Um, and they're not <laughs> yeah, behind total cover. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, like, uh, and within 60 feet... If you have dark vision, you can probably just see them anyway. It definitely so. would be nice, right, if this worked through walls, which I feel like maybe it should. Yeah. You know, because, like, you're a pal- like, it, the whole, like, purpose of this, the whole flavor behind this is that, like, you get, like, a, a mind ping telling you, like, yeah. there's evil around. Yeah. And while it's-, it's like, but you don't know if, <laughs> like, yeah. But you have to be able to see it. Wait, what? Yeah, and they're like, oh, it's, it's, yeah, you could see it, but if it's eighty feet away, forget about it. Yeah, it, yeah. like this is this is one it of those things that, that, like, I, in my other campaign I'm running, I've kind of altered to make it a little more useful. Hmm. Um, he's also like, because it's until the start of your next turn, so it lasts six seconds, so you can't really like. Yeah, I would move never want to use much. an action during combat. Yeah, these like, are always... I, I never foresee that. This is this to me is an out of combat ability where you're like, you know, you're just exactly. around. I don't want to divine sense. Exactly. So it's it's weird that it's like t- until the start. I, I don't know. I don't really get it. It's not as good as you think it is, but this is this feels more like like a role playing thing. Like I make yeah. a perception check and I want to that's, see that's where things I, are. It's also why, I, like already, I've said, you know, 
oh, look at how many things it gets at level one. But like, this is what you're getting. So it's not like it's yeah, not level like two it's, is uh, really where it gets is where it's at for multiclassing here. Yeah, probably because here's the other thing you get: you get your lay on hands right at level one. Uh, lay on hands, notably incredibly powerful ability. Yeah. However, it scales directly with your paladin specific level. Yeah. So you have a pool of healing power that replenish whenever you take a long rest, and with that pool. You get to restore a total number of hit points equal to your paladin level times five, which is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, and it like this is one of those weird abilities that feels like it scales way better at the later levels. Because like at level one, you're just like, okay, sure, it's yeah, half, I mean, your, that's half, your, half your health. Five, yeah, <laughs> that's half your health. Five doesn't seem or ten doesn't seem too too much for level two. But man, when like how many times have I like I almost killed our paladin Tyler? He's like, yeah, I'm gonna lay on hands yeah, myself for 50, 65. <laughs> and that's not even that's not even his whole pool. Yeah, it's just like he okay, he still has more banked. He's just like, using oh, okay. it to heal enough. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Uh, so you have as an action, you get to touch a creature and you get to draw power from the pool to restore a number of hit points up to the maximum amount in your pool. Or you can expend uh, five hit points from your pool of healing to cure the target of a disease or neutralize a poison effect on it. So it's also a cure disease or poison on someone, which is yeah. nuts. That which is pretty has that utility. It is pretty crazy. Like you, like this is something that definitely depends on your DM. Some DMs will just be like. Oh, you ate this plant in the woods, you're poisoned now. Or like, oh, you have this disease. Uh, so this, like, there's some really crazy diseases or poisons out there that can be like, oh, you're like, you have disadvantage on all roles. And your paladin's like, never mind, you're good, you're good. Yeah, as long as you have a paladin in your party, yeah, like, diseases never matter anymore. Yeah, like, it feels like, matter anymore. yeah, everyone is immune <laughs> to diseases. Yeah, everyone. Right, just because of the paladin alone. So there's your level one. On to level two, like we've mentioned, is the big exciting level. Uh, the first thing you're going to get is what most martial classes get, is you're going to get the fighting style. And it's pretty typical. Uh, but there are a few that specifically the paladin gets access to that you won't see otherwise, which is the blessed warrior. Uh, this one allows you okay. to... This is, a, this is the newer one. It's not in the... Uh, the it is a newer handbook. one. Yeah. Well, they did this as well as... So they did this with... Um, with a couple different, like they did it with the ranger as well. I remember because the ranger can get a druid version of this. Like they have like a druid yeah. warrior. So the the fighting style for a paladin, and it makes a lot of sense, honestly, to have is when you take this fighting style, you get two cantrips from the cleric spell class. It's pretty good. Yeah, so, so you get which is awesome. You get guidance and one other spell <laughs> and one yeah. other cantrip. Yeah, but it's pretty sweet. Like. You know, you just pick up two cantrips with a fighting style, and it, and it makes sense because you know you're a pal, you're a spellcasting warrior thing, and this is kind of being like, look at me, I'm like more of the spellcastery one. Yes, because yeah, otherwise yeah. they don't really have one that focuses more on like I'm a spellcastery paladin. Yeah, and I think so. You also get spellcasting at level two, and th this is where I'll talk about like the interesting aspects of paladin because the paladins, um, paladins as a full class, and also. Uh, Eldritch Knights and Arcane Trickster Rogues are, and I'm sure there's some multi-class or there's some subclasses I'm missing, but they have this weird problem of they need three uh, attributes to be high because they need their whatever their weapon 
dealing damage to high pale. Usually it's strength uh, or decks in the case of rogues. They need their constitutions to be high because they're melee classes. Right. Rogues, not as much, but then they also need their spell casting attribute to be high. So paladins, it's charisma. The other ones are usually like intelligence or something, but like clerics kind of have this problem too, where it's like, Oh, I want to be a damage dealing cleric or a spell casting cleric. I'm sort of glad too. It's charisma instead of wisdom. Yeah. it's, it's It feels like it, maybe it would be more natural to have, for it to have wisdom, but maybe it'd be too strong if it just also had like, yeah, me buff up more wisdom on this paladin. Yeah, and I like the idea of the paladin just like, it kind of fits in with the, the prototypical roleplay, just like yeah. I'm just a force of will. Like, I know we said will, wisdom, but that can be very, like, intimidating and charismatic. Just be like, yes, follow me into battle, because we are, like, inspiring your uh, your your friends. But, um, right. but yeah, the, the interesting thing I was going to point out, and until you mentioned the Blessed Warrior thing, is like, if you really want to go more towards like the spell casting paladin rather than the like melee paladin, uh, there's really no like good fighting styles. But now there's this blessed warrior where it's like, hey, you get you get a couple more cantrips. So if you don't really care too much about your your weapon attack, you know, why would you nerf your weapon attack? Because we're going to talk about something <laughs> later. But like now, at least you could be like, okay, it's not. I'm not just like taking something that's totally against what I want to do with my paladin. Right. Uh, so other, I'll just quickly go over the rest of the fighting styles. Uh, blind fighting is you have blind sight within a range of 10 feet. Uh, you can see anything that isn't behind total cover again. Uh, you have defense, which is the plus one AC. You have dueling, which is plus two to damage with a weapon. Great weapon fighting, which we know, uh, which re-rolls one or twos on two-handed weapon strikes. Interception's an interesting one that maybe is a newer one that you don't typically see. This is when a creature you can see hits a target other than you within five feet of you. You can use a reaction to reduce the damage the target takes by 1d10. Mm. You have to be wielding a shield or a simple martial weapon to use the reaction. So okay. it just adds a reaction to your thing. I, it's not that good, honestly. I mean, no, I'd I, rather I, have really protection, good. which is yeah, protection is is like probably the better version, which is also the one in the regular textbook. Which is uh, whenever a creature within five feet of you is attacked, you can impose a disadvantage on the attack roll by using your reaction. But yeah. you have to be wearing a shield. The interception one does not. You have it's you can just or uh, or a weapon. Yeah, or a right. martial weapon. So you can just have a martial weapon. Yeah, I like I like hat interception is nice when it's like your second fighting style where like oh I'm a two handed yeah like fighter or something and you just right. get more fighting styles it's like well I already took great weapon fighting like I'll take interception <laughs> just just to just to have a reaction yeah uh, but Which, yeah yeah I I would say for the most part most paladins have a shield on them I I don't see many great weapon fighting paladins going around how about you. Yeah, like I think I think yeah, you're either playing like most have a shield. Most are tankier. You do so much damage, you don't need the great weapon. <laughs> yeah, there there's some if you really want to go full on like great weapon master and polar master to like reasons why you'd be like That's fair. I yeah, I want to opportunity attacks. But it, it's definitely not for the fighting style. <laughs> it's it's the it's the feats. <laughs> But yeah, I think if you if you're like oh, I don't, I'm not gonna play like stock feats for every martial class that exists. Yeah, it's like 
eh, you probably just take like defense or protection or something. Right. Uh, and then lastly, at second level, you got to talk about it. The divine smite. You're going to get divine smite. This is when you hit a creature with a melee attack, you can expel one of your expend, sorry, expend one of your spell slots to deal radiant damage to the target in addition to the weapon's damage. This is a 2d8 for a first level spell slot and it increases by 1d8 for each spell level higher than first up to a maximum of 5d8 so that is like a fifth level spell slot, which I think is all paladins end up getting or do they get higher than that? No, they, they only, only get, end up they only get fifths. They so only you, get the fifth, yeah. So, so the there's same. no difference between a fourth and a, and a fifth. Oh wait, high, each spell level higher to the two maximum. Uh, yeah. No, I so think, there's no difference between a third level, right? Yeah, third level is the highest damage you're gonna. But fourth, because it's it's the number of level spell slot plus one. Okay, so yeah, so the fifth level spell slots won't help you in divine smiting. Yeah. Uh, and then you also get an additional D8 if the target is undead or a fiend. So for a total <laughs> of additional hilarious. 68. Oh now, God. this the reason why this is so good is it kind of breaks a fundamental tenet of D&D, which is one spell a turn. Now, because it's not <laughs> technically a spell, and like you're not right. You're not casting anything and you're if you're making the attack action, you're not like casting a spell. But man, there there's going to be some things later on that we'll talk about that make this like really good. And also, you can do stuff like I cast bonus action spell. Like I don't like I think healing word is a paladin spell. I forget, but like you can cast bonus action spell, Probably. misty step, whatever thing. I bonus action thunderous smite. Yeah. Then you attack, and then divine <laughs> smite, and you get to know if you hit before using the spell slot, which is really, there's very, very few things that do that where you get to use something as critical as like a high level spell slot for Paladin. So like a four level spell slot without, with knowing it's going to be a successful hundred percent of the time. Yeah. The odd thing definitely for divine smite is that there's no cap on like once per turn, which feels wrong because as a martial character, you get multiple attacks. That's like every martial character. And for some reason with the Paladin, you're allowed to not only get those multiple attacks, but also get these multiple Divine Smites in the same turn. So you yeah. get, you basically get four attacks when you hit twice. Yeah, exactly. Insanity. And this is why uh, multi-classing into Fighter is super popular for Paladins, because you get two levels of Fighter, that means you get Action Surge. Uh, so you can right. attack four times in one turn. Yeah. With a level and five. And you can divine smite four two. times too. Yeah. Exactly. It's just an insane amount of damage. It is stupid. Like a, a, <laughs> fifth, a fifth level dumb. spell, Cone of Cold, is 8d8. You can do that once. <laughs> once per turn, use a fifth level spell slot. You don't get quite that much damage per spell slot, but you also do like, oh, I'm going to do 2d, 2d6. Plus my strength for the weapon damage, so it's just like, oh, I I could just could do this, and then I get to do it again next turn. Yeah. I did yeah. the other popular version, which was the Paladin Rogue. Paladin Rogue is also and got the the sneak attack critical, which was it was just like dumb. It's just yeah, auto just crit, a stupid amount of damage. Yeah, just ridiculous. Yeah, because re- remember, folks, 
you get to decide what spell level device might after you know it's a crit. So yeah. You can be like, ah, should I use, should I save this spell? Or should I, oh, I crit. I would do fucking 12, extra 12 D8. Yeah. So device Damage. might, we'll go over that a lot. Uh, third level you're gonna is when you're going to get your subclasses. Now the subclasses all follow a very specific templating. Uh, they honestly, besides some flavor and, and, and they have a difference in spells, most of the subclasses don't actually add so much. The, the paladin class is like baked into the pa- like every paladin you see walking around is going to be the paladin man. They're yeah, crazy. None of these spell classes seem very transformative. Like like yeah, the like yeah, the dark all relatively uh, similar. Like the shadow sorcerer, it was just like ooh. Instead of doing this, it all kind of rolls around your hound. Right. Like right. Like right. have we done rogues yet? I forgot. We did but do rogues. Yeah. The arcane trickster turns. Turns you into a spellcaster. Now yeah. you can do all this other stuff. Yeah. This, yeah. Everything it kind of just like they all follow hey, the same thing. Turns out divine smite's pretty good, <laughs> so we're going to kind of work around that. Yeah, but we'll get into exactly what these subclasses are going to give you as we go into each of them individually. Uh, also, you're going to get divine health at level three. Makes you immune to disease. <laughs> yeah, I don't really get this one because, like, you just got an ability that could cure all diseases, and now you're just immune to them. And now you're just immune to them, so they're just like, hey, don't actually don't don't worry about, don't worry about that. Hey, you can still poison him, and then he can just heal the poison. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> and then he's poison. So <laughs> random. This is just a disease. It's a poison. Oh, I see you've cured, <laughs> cured yourself for that poison. All right. So weird. Uh, fourth. Levels just the ability score. Fifth level is the extra attack, like most martial classes. Uh, sixth level, you get the aura Oof. of protection. Whenever you or a friendly creature within 10 feet of you has to make a saving throw, they get a bonus to the saving throw equal to your charisma modifier. This is so good. <laughs> it's so good. Also, it does like it does lead you right to want to stack charisma here for sure, right? Yeah, it's like <laughs> you're just like ah, oh, I had a I had a 15 charisma. It's like that, that ah, I should use my ability nuts. score improvement next time to do this. Yeah, so it's this all. Is, what's crazy is that it's all saving throws too. Yeah, it's not exactly. Like one specific one. It's all saving throws, and, and it's, it's not for you as well. Like so, you always have this. Yeah, you have a you constant. You can have a flat plus five. Just saving throws. All your saving throws. Yeah. If at you have level 20, six. Yeah. It's, what? Lo- yeah, this is... It, it's crazy. If this like, was in a subclass for, like, any other class, we'd be like, this is bust. This class this yeah. subclass is... This subclass is, like, by far the best one. I this know. Is just like, this is just a paladin at level six. Like, it's so hard. Our paladin's name is Tylios. It is so hard to charm Tylios. I hate it. I hate it. Every yeah, time. Because, because they have a they have proficiency in wisdom to begin with. Yeah. Then they so, get this bonus equal they get, to their charisma. So it's like, and then it's plus their have, like, actual plus charisma modifier. So it's like, oh, Tylios has like a plus. Let's say he has a plus two. They, you guys have like a plus four proficiency, proficiency bonus now yeah, or something. Or five or something. And it's just like, five. fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> because, yeah. like, my monsters don't know that these, right. like, they're the really, really charm. smart ones might they're do it. But they're just like, oh, we're just going to, we're just going to charm this guy. And, and it's like, oh, yeah, I got to get a plus 10 to my <laughs> Like, oh, what? Okay, fuck you. <laughs> and, yeah, like, it's yeah, wild. it's it's 
pretty crazy. And now, luckily, it's only ten feet. Again, for the paladin itself, it's broken. And like the 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 inter- the real powerful thing is when it helps like other people. And luckily, it's only ten feet. It'll increase yeah. to thirty feet at eighteenth level, which gets that's nuts. At that, that point, that's a big aura. That's a sixty foot diameter aura. That's basically that's, the entire battlefield. That's huge. That's, that's, uh, that's crazy. And you can get already get some pretty nuts like combos in air quotes with like two different martial classes with their disabilities to help out other martial classes. There's kind of this like awesome synergy that happens with martial classes where you can just really like stack up stuff because one of the classic one is we have a, uh, uh, ancestral guardians barbarian. So it's just like, okay, he's close to Tylios and he gets the benefits of all of these saves and he has abilities that protects the paladin. Paladins has abilities to protect the barbarian. And then all my monsters die. <laughs> At the hands of their blades. Love, gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, level 10. It gives you the aura of courage now. And it's kind of odd to me that both these auras just kind of stack, too. It's like, that feels a little unnatural. Because it's, it's just like creating this OP character and this is just the base class now at 10th level this aura also you and friendly creatures can't be frightened while you're conscious so now you just have frightened immunity yeah that's and which is pretty good like charm is usually a little more crushing more devastating yeah but But for a martial ish character right because it has to be in yeah for most part yeah you don't want to get frightened because it it really inhibits it just fucks you up and, yeah. and, like, Frightened is a lot more common on boss fights. Like, every yes. dragon has yeah. terrifying presence that they could just get to use for free. Yeah. And it just sucks if you're just like, miss my wisdom save, miss my wisdom save, miss my wisdom save. Didn't yeah. do anything for three turns as a martial class. And there's a lot of those odd spells that have, like, a Frightened effect on them for some right. reason. There's, there's yeah, a lot exactly. of, like, little tit-for-tat things that end up frightening you. So, it, it's sweet. 11th level, you'll get improved Divine Smite because Eric wasn't good enough. Wasn't enough damage. It was trash. It was they, they were going to throw it out. They were just like, forget it. Why? And the worst part about Divine it uses the whole spell slot. Now let's just give you a passive D8 bonus to all damage. All now it's just, you just get a, yeah, you just literally have a passive extra D8 on your damage. That's, that's what it gives you. Yeah. Okay. Now we should. I guess we should mention the biggest thing about Divine Smite and this improved Divine Smite is it only works on melee weapons, which, thank God, that's important. That's important. It's, yeah, they it's have big. to get in melee range. They got to get yeah. up, up and personal. That's the reason why there's no archery uh, fighting style. Fighting style, yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, thank God because that would be. <laughs> I would. I would quit. <laughs> I would. So would every DM. They'd be like, "You're playing yeah. down. Well, we're done here." Well, from with my longbow with like three hundred foot range and sharpshooter feet, I'm just gonna stay way the fuck over here and just <laughs> rain righteous fury upon my enemies. Uh, and the last thing they're gonna get is at 14th level. They don't like get anything higher than this, which is interesting. Uh, and they're gonna get the cleansing touch. You can use your action to end a spell on yourself. Or one willing creature that you can touch. And you can use this a number of times equal to Charisma Mod. You can just end a spell. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the use cases on it. Spell. Yeah, it's basically like if someone happened to fail like a charm roll, like dominate creature. It'd be hard to use this on yourself because you 
yeah. have gotten charmed. But. but it's good for stuff like, you know, hypnotic pattern, slow, stuff like this. You can just be like, it sucks that you have to use your action. Well, hypnotic pattern, you have, you could use your action regardless. You don't have to cleansing touch them to get, get them out of the hypnotic it, pattern. That's true, yeah. You can just shake them awake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a bunch of stuff that it works. But there's but, other ones like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. You just get a free pseudo dispel magic. Yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah. Interesting but, that 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 like that's where it taps off. I guess you know the rest is going to be within uh, subclass. Uh, yeah. From, from here, but that's at least the base class what you're going to get. And at yeah, like 18th level, all your aura is increased to 30 feet. That's kind of like the the final. Okay. Form, yeah. But... So those. Yeah, right. 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 Yeah. We already have the auras, but yes, at 18th level, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna expand. Yeah, the so far, this is just like if you just had to play stock paladin, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Without yeah. without picking a single subclass, you're still one of the most powerful like yeah. classes there is. Yeah, without doing anything at all. Uh, of course, we haven't really mentioned much about the spell classic casting, and that's because it's. Right. baked really into these subclasses so that's where we're going to talk about this more uh because obviously as a base class it doesn't say like here's where the spells you get no there's none of those uh it, it's it's very much tied into your class we're yeah, gonna start and i guess i guess we should say um one really cool thing about the paladin spell casting is that you get to just uh, you have access to all the spells and you get to tailor them however you want to when the day comes by, so you'd be like, well, we're probably not going to fight anybody in the city. I'm going to switch out Searing Smite with, like, Blast or something, or whatever. Right. Just to be like, oh, yeah, you're probably going to have anyway, but, you know, all this stuff. Although you can't, there's no ritual casting, which is kind of a bummer first, which will come up when we talk about these expanded spell lists. Sure. And we're going to begin with the subclasses that are all part of the base game, uh, the Player's Handbook. There's three of them, and they're they're all good again because it's like just, it's, <laughs> it's hard like to in usual classes <laughs> like the subclasses in the base game are like generally weaker. Like they just they did, like they got stronger stronger as they made expansions. Yeah, with the paladin, you seriously don't even notice. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of the thing where fun. like with a lot of subclasses yeah you're just like ooh, i really want to play the gloomstalker ranger that seems a lot of fun i really want to play a time wizard that seems like a lot of fun here you're just like i want to play paladin <laughs> way to get a subclass <laughs> and it's like oh cool all right well, let's see what else other stuff you can do but yeah you're really like you're playing a paladin first and everything else is just cherry on top yes. so we're like when we're talking about how good these subclasses are, this is going with the context of they're all good because you're playing yes, a paladin. They're all good. Now these are all known as oaths uh, because paladins have to swear an oath. Uh, they, they are trying to protect certain things and they have tenants of all of these, you know, oaths that they have to abide by. And what's really good about that, especially for first time players is it gives you like, not only does it have give you the strongest class right now, it also like outlines, hey, here's how to roleplay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because also the oaths give you like roleplay instructions. They give you role in, the, in the description. Yeah. So it's just like the perfect, like, 
yeah, your class is just always good, and here's what you do. Go ahead. And there's something about saying, like, oh, I have an oath to, we'll, we'll go to, they all have, like, words that are very uh, evocative of, like, a play style. But, like, yeah, it's like when you say, oh, well, God, you follow. It's like, oh, I don't know what gods exist in D&D. What are they like? Like, how, how do, what do their followers look like? But when you say, like, I'm going to take an oath of vengeance, you're just like, I, I know what that means. I yeah. don't know anything about <laughs> yeah. D&D. I know what oath of vengeance means. <laughs> I love it. We're going to begin, though, with the oath of the ancients. Uh, so this is like, you know, the, the elven ritual druid naturey type of paladin. Uh, they, their tenants are like kindling the light, sheltering the light, preserving your own light, and being the light. So lots of light, lots of light, lots of light, lots of naturey stuff. Uh, cool. Yeah, you're gonna follow. So this is how the templating is gonna go for the spells that you're gonna get. They're called oath spells. You're gonna get two at level three, two at level five, two at level nine, two at level thirteen, and two at level seventeen. Uh, for the oath of the ancients, third levels ensnaring strikes speak with animals. Awesome abilities, both of them. Sweet. Fifth levels, Moonbeam and Misty Step. Totally useful. Misty Step is like... That's really good. Such... It's like the most useful spell. Yeah, indeed. because <laughs> it's a bonus action. It's a bonus action, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, really good. Ninth really level good. is Plant Growth and Protection from Energy. Interesting. Plant Growth is, is I feel like, an underutilized spell in D&D, for the most part. I think that's a pretty cool spell. Yeah, it's it's... It's it's interesting. You it's can find some cool stuff useful, to do. But yeah, there's yeah. like there's some cool stuff you can do there. And yeah, it's like you're gonna look at it and be like, what kind of combat is this? And it's like, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just so give you the option to do other fun stuff. Yeah. Thirteenth uh, level, you'll get ice storm and stone skin. Those are sweet. And seventeenth level, you'll get commune with nature and tree stride. Super random. Tree stride's fun. <laughs> tree stride's fun. It's super random. You get to like travel. It's a teleport trees. spell, yeah. yeah you get only to a tree, but with trees. <laughs> it's a tree teleport. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, definitely cool. Uh, also, at level third, third level, you'll get this with all of them. You'll get a Chandel Divinity, just like you know the cleric class would have. Uh, you're used to seeing this, and they'll change depend on your oath. So with their Chandel Divinity, you'll get the Nature's Wrath. <clears throat> Uh, you'll invoke primeval forces to ensnare a foe. As an action, you cause spectral vines to reach for a creature within 10 feet of you. They have to succeed on a strength or dexterity save its choice. So it's probably easy for it to get rid of it, maybe. And while restrained, uh, it repeats its saving throw at the end of each of its turns. On a successful save, it, it frees itself. So, you know, a minor restraint might, might be useful in certain scenarios. Might be, might be useful. Yeah, it's a, it's basically spell, but you don't use a spell slot. Right. I was gonna say, like the ensnaring strike does the exact same thing with some bonus damage as well. Yeah, and it's a bonus and action. Use your attack. And, so yeah, yeah. an so attack better. You attacking is much better than them making a strength yeah, or a dex. Yeah. Throw. So it's it's kind of odd that I wish it was like a better ensnare is what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, I, and it's also. It's only within ten feet of you, yeah. Which is, yeah, yeah maybe, the, yeah. If they buffed any part of that, just to be like, it's a better ensnare, just right. for you to actually use it. I think that would be 
this is going to be mostly, I feel like, used out of combat for like role play reasons to be like, someone's running away, like for me. And I'm, instead of opportunity attack thing and grappling them, you're like, I'm going to use my nature's wrath. Yeah. That's that's a cool way to do it. Uh, you also get turn the faithless. Uh, as an action, you present your whole symbol, and each fey or fiend within 30 feet of you has to make a wisdom save or be turned for one minute. So it has to be only fays or fiends. So I, yeah, I. I guess. Do uh, yeah, it's kind of weird that undead aren't part of it. Yeah, as list. like as being a paladin, it's not like you stopped being a paladin. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I turning... think I think it's because like I guess every single one of them has a different two types because most of them have. Uh, I guess of the base game, they all kind of follow this. Uh, Thing. And this is the naturey version, not necessarily the uh Yeah. You know, um, it, that 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 one seems pretty crap, to be honest. Yeah, like it, turning is it it's like fear, but a lot of monsters are immune to fear. Well, not a lot, but some of them are immune to fear. So this gets around that. Uh that that's around that. So turning is better than just being afraid of you. But man, it's just like Ah, yes, there's a beholder here. Well, <laughs> nothing works. Yeah, so it's I'm just going to attack overall, it. They're, they're pretty lackluster. I mean, you, you'd you be hard. Compared to a lot of the other subclasses we're going to see, This these channel divinities are probably one of the worst of all. Yes, and like I guess a good framing mechanism for this is, if that's an action, you have to weigh this or attacking yeah, or once or twice where you can yeah. you can do multiple divine smites and and like i just don't foresee you using either of these ever i mean maybe yeah. the fey or fiends if that's what you're up against right <laughs> like, yeah if you're just a like a bunch of them within 30 feet of you yeah that is so niche <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly or if you um, have no spell slots left and you need nature's wrath right like yeah it's it's <laughs> it's not it. You're basically kind of ignoring this. I mean, I this. guess you would... Uh, it's not a spell, right? Nature's Wrath. Like, as an opportunity no. attack, would you be allowed to channel that? No, it's a, you have to... It's a melee attack. So you would need a, a Warcaster feat, for instance, to be able to Nature's Wrath as a reaction? Yeah, you know, you might be able to do... It might just be like a weapon attack. I don't know if it's melee or, or ranged or anything. But, um, but yeah, you... you you wouldn't be able to Nature's Wrath. Now, if you wanted to do that, I might just be like, yeah, sure. Because Nature's Wrath would be a very interesting reaction as an opportunity yeah. attack. Instead of, like, swiping at them, being like, I, I'd like I'm to gonna restrain him. No, yeah, yeah, I don't want him to get away. Yeah, yeah, that that would actually be pretty interesting. And, and then I could see some more uses for Nature's Wrath. Mm -hmm. That'd be pretty sweet. Uh, so you're only going to get a couple more things in these subclasses. Seventh level, and this one's pretty sweet. The aura of warding. So it's going to add an extra aura. And remember, all these auras stack, so you still get all the base paladin ones. This aura, you and friendly creatures within 10 feet of you have resistance to damage from spells. Yep. <laughs> Just all spell damage. All spells. He's like, that all right, is yeah. so good. This is in. Incredible. 
Yeah, this is, I think, the reason why people play this class. It's oh just like, God. oh yeah, I just get resistance to all spells. To spells? And everyone within 10 feet of you also? like So now that dragon, when you're just like all within 10 feet of you, it just didn't have that damage. Yeah, if it's a spell Most casting dragon. Most of things are spells. Yeah, so I mean, it if like... If breathes fire, that's a spell, isn't it? Uh, no, it's not a spell. It's just the a... The breath weapon's not a spell? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, you're going against like any any magic user but if a is, dragon did cone of cold that would be a spell yeah if it could cast cone of cold yeah it would be okay, a spell yeah. but yeah I feel like exactly. that's a thing it does sometimes but yeah they're like the last um last dragon you buy in spell casting yeah a lot, a lot of dragons do they're super spell. a lot of dragons do yeah okay right so it's a thing yeah yeah okay. but it, this is this is kind of like you have resistance to like all all the really high level humans yeah, out yeah, there because yeah. they're just always they're like they're always spellcasters. Let's casters. be honest, they're almost yeah. always spellcasters. Yeah, especially as yeah for a DM, it's just more fun for a DM. To have yeah, a it just gives you stuff to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so this yeah, is incredible. Like this just mm-hmm. went from like uh, this class is like okay it's spells, okay. the worst channel of divinity. Holy hell! You're like yeah, sign me. <laughs> You'd just be like, oh my gosh, someone dealt, you know, 32 damage to me with a fireball. Well, I succeeded my save because I got like plus three to my saving throw. <laughs> so that's down to 16. Oh, I actually did eight. Oh, am I resistant to fire damage? That's four. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit. Incredible. Uh, 15th level, you'll get the Undying Sentinel. And this is incredibly useful. Uh, when you're reduced to zero hit points and are not killed outright, you can drop to one instead. You just kind of don't die. Uh, you, yep. you only use this ability once, though, uh, until you finish a long rest. So it's only once per long rest. But like any kind of stop staving off death ability is just good. Yeah, like this will trigger a bunch. This, yeah, you'll you'll get your use out of it, and you'll I get feel your like use out of it, so. everyone in our campaign has those like fifteen abilities for this. There's Death Ward. There's I, the I the, the stupid level. book our warlock has, mm-hmm. Undying Raid. I'm just like, just fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> Lay down and die, <laughs> you <laughs> dirty players. Die. But yeah, this is one of the, sometimes it won't feel as good because you'll get knocked down from like the first of four attacks by the boss and just be like, oh, well, uh, but sometimes it's, it'll be like a breath weapon attack from a yeah, dragon. Right. And then you you're just like, well, this one thing, exactly. You survive this one thing. You're and good. then you can just go ham the next yep. turn. And then, or you can just, you know, pal and heal yourself up to full. Cause you have lay on hands. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when you're, when you're a paladin, you can, you sometimes one turn is all you need to be yeah, like, well, <laughs> like getting to one health is no problem. You just heal up to full. Uh, then twentieth level, you get the Elder Champion. You can assume the form of an ancient force of nature. I love this. <laughs> Taking yeah. on the appearance you choose, you could be like bark like or you know whatever. Using your action to undergo a transformation for a minute, you gain the following effects at the start of each of your turns. Gain ten hit points. This <laughs> is. Pretty every, good. Yeah, every all turn, right. heal for 10. Whenever you cast a Paladin spell that has a casting time of one action, you can cast it as a bonus action instead. This is insane. Because Incredible. You can be like, hold person attack. as a yeah. bonus action. <laughs> then attack. And, and then attack. You oh, are you crit. paralyzed? I guess oh, I auto-crit on all my attacks and now. And <laughs> divine smite. Holy crap. 
Yeah. Uh, and finally, enemy creatures within 10 feet of you have disadvantage on saving throws against your paladin spells. What was that, Eric, about hold person? Hold person? Now you have disadvantage <laughs> on it? That's basically what you're going to do, and you're just going to kill everything. Everything. <laughs> and then you're going to heal on your next turn if yep. they did damage to you. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. This, this just makes you a freaking beast. Yeah, yeah and, and like like you said about the, they fall in the same templating, this like transformation is a similar theme, and they're a lot of them are just like, oh, you're just awesome. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. just become like uber paladin. Yeah. So, what do you give this class overall? I mean, I gotta say, I think it's just a straight A to me. Oh man, it's yeah. Channel Divinity is weaker, but I just don't even care. It gives you good third level abilities off the snare, like snare and snaring strike is super useful in fights early on, and speaking with animals always you know, a good time. Incredible. Yeah, that's always, always a good time. At fifth Moon? level, you start getting good spells. You get Moonbeam and Misty Step. Misty so like, Step. There you yeah. go. You got good spells now. And then by seventh, all of a sudden, you're like just resistant to all spells. So yeah. like, to me, I'm just like, yeah, this is a, this is an A class. Yeah, even, I think you're right. Even with Channel Divinity being weak, I think I was leaning more B because of the Channel Divinities. But everything you said is really convinced me. Like, yeah. you, Misty and then beyond Step, that, it just gets ridiculous. Right? Just 20th ridiculous. level is just stupid. 15th is just nuts. good. Yeah, <laughs> like. The, since you're a melee martial class, Misty Step as a bonus action is fantastic. Because you're like, I'm going to move 30 feet. Misty Step 30 feet. So now I just move 60 feet, and I still have my full attack. Yeah. Left yep. to go. So. Yeah, All right, we'll move on to the next one, which is the Oath of Devotion. This is, I think, a very classical uh, paladin. Right? Classic. This, this is your... Uh, I'm a- I'm a holy knight, right? The, the you know, tenets are honesty, courage, compassion, honor, and duty. Third yeah. level, they'll get protection from good and evil. So typical. Sanctuary, very typical. Uh, fifth level, you'll get lesser restoration in Zone of Truth. Ninth level is Beacon of Hope and Dispel Magic. Thirteenth level is Freedom of Movement and Guardian of Faith. That's a good one. Seventeenth uh, level is Commune and Flame Strike. All solid spells. I don't um, like the 17th level ones, but I like the rest. Yeah, that's true. Flame Strike is pretty good, but like Divine Smite is also really good. Yeah, right? It's like uh, you're going to use Divine Smite and Commune. I feel like it's not that useful. Having Dispel Magic is pretty good. Uh, like, your 5th level spells, you probably actually won't um, use them as much. Yeah, right. The Lesser Restoration feels pretty not useful considering your Lay on Hands does like the same just, effect. Yeah, and it'll, like, it'll, it's just like, it'll solve mo- like so redundant. Yeah. yeah, and Zone of Truth is never as useful as you want it to be. Yeah, it is It is fun. But yeah, it is, it is it's like... Okay. Yeah, it's okay. It, I, I equate Zone of Truth to like Speak with Animals. Just be like, I'm going to cast Zone of Truth of this guy. Is That's he really fine. Giving I, this- I think Speak with Animals is infinitely more fun to me. But. It is a lot of fun. <laughs> because they're animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're animals. Yeah. And yeah, I enjoy trying to incorporate them into the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, channel divinities here are sacred weapon. Uh, you can, as an action, you can imbue a weapon with positive energy. For one minute, you add charisma mod to attack rolls made with that weapon. So that's sweet. That's awesome. Allows you to hit a lot more often. So, like, it'd be one of those things, though, where you do it the four, you know, forego your first round of attacks to be like, I want to give a bonus to all my attacks. Uh, yeah, it's possible you could set this up before the fight. You know, if, if your DM gives you opportunity and it's like, yes, you know you're gonna, you know, strike them right now. You guys yeah. get a round of like, go ahead, prepare something, and then go. Like you just <laughs> like, oh, you know the enemies are behind the door. 
Yeah. And like, then you just open you it. Do your and little then prepping go things, in. and you can prep your sacred weapon. Um, but you know, this is actually a good good thing that I I've been thinking about for a long time, and every time an ability comes up that's like that, I'm just like, man, I am loving the. I think it's the alert feat more and more, which adds plus five to initiative rolls. Initiative, yeah. I'm just like, man, there's so, there's so many times when I'm just like, man, I just always want to go first and then almost act like you're going last at initiative because like the difference between going, like sometimes you might just roll bad and go last anyway, but like man, <laughs> if you can go like, oh, I got a 22 initiative, I'm going to use sacred weapon or whatever. And then yeah. you basically... Yeah, for the neck for the entirety of the fight now, you're just a buffed version of yourself. Yeah, right? exactly. And then it's yeah, just like, oh man, I get an additional plus three to all my attacks. Like this is nuts. And especially if you're using Great Weapon Master, this is like awesome. Yeah. Uh the la- the other one's the turn the unholy. Uh this is each fiend or undead within thirty feet of you. So it's literally the same thing as the oath of the ancients ones for phase and Yeah. Yeah, and but this, this, one's this is the reason why they didn't say undead with it because they're just like ah, turn, right? They, they made turn the, the ancients do fey. This one does fiends and undead. So yeah, I wish, I wish the ancients also said undead and they just added another one, like aberrations to to this one to this to, one or something. Right. Yeah, true. Right, it just add yeah. more things to this because like it's, it hardly ever comes up as it is. So, yeah. <laughs> And you just are like, hey, just do it. Just do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, like, well. uh, man, yeah, it's tough when these are so specific. Uh, okay, are you ready for its seventh level, Eric? Yes. Yeah, it's got the aura of devotion. They can't be charmed. <laughs> just immune to charm effects. Which, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that that sells with high level stuff. But yeah, char- and charms are some. You know, we talk about the last one. Spells can be really devastating, right? They can do tons of damage and destroy your party. Charms can be probably even more devastating if someone, it just the wrong the game. person, gets charmed. Now, like, unfortunately, the aura is short, right? So, like, yes, the paladin can't be charmed, but that doesn't mean the warlock can't just be charmed. In which case, the spells is probably way more useful because the pal- the warlock is now going to cast a spell on you, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The uh... Yeah, this this is this is like super good, and it, this how effective this is is like also just like everything else. It's a condition immunity. It's like really depends on how your DM plays it. Like, yeah, if if your DM like knows this, sometimes it's like, oh, well, it's it seems very anticlimactic for no one to have to roll. <laughs> be like, I use this ability. He points at you. All right, that's the end of his turn. <laughs> Even though that's why it's there. It's like, it's so yeah, much more fun. Just be like, you have to roll, otherwise your pole party's fucked. And it's like, oh my gosh. Um, that's funny. But uh, but man, like, stuff like, uh, so the dragon cast hypnotic pattern, which is technically a charm effect. Some people had advantage against charms and all this other stuff. And it's just like, oh, there's all these other edge cases that like, if you're immune to charm, then this thing doesn't happen. So that also helps out. But um, yeah, yeah, it's. But yeah, good. it's it's either way. No matter what we say, it's good ability. I mean, it's it, good. It's, it's good. A fifteenth level is you're always under the effects of protection from good and evil. Well, good thing you still have the spell for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> always have it up. I feel like it should also say like, and you could choose just another spell to have always prepared or something. Yeah, <laughs> probably right. So it is. 
a really good spell, but only in the times when it's useful. But in those circumstances, it's really good. Yeah, this is also kind of like a design thing that I don't really understand. It's like protection from good and evil. This includes aberrations, elementals, and fey. Right, why didn't the turn unholy do all those? And and, and just throw it in for the ancients too, right? Yeah, it should just be all the things under the protection from good and evil spell. That's what right. paladins are against, and therefore, like, yeah, that's like yeah. the opposite of paladins, therefore, put it in the channel divinity. It's, it just makes it hard to remember everything, where it's just like, yeah. wait, am I immune to yeah, like, um, undead in this one? Be- I, I have this other <laughs> ability that's good against undead, but not this one for some reason. It's just kind of hard to remember when you got a million things going on. Yeah. And then, likewise, at level 20, it gets the holy nimbus. As an action, you emanate an aura of sunlight for a minute. You shine a glow for 30 foot radius and dim light for 30 foot beyond that. Whenever an enemy starts their turn within that radius, they take 10 radiant damage. So it's like the opposite of the ancients where like they healed every 10. This Mm -hmm. one's like for every creature that starts their turn within your radius, they take 10. In addition, you have advantage on saving throws against spells cast by fiends or undeads only. So not just all saving throws against spells. And that's it. So not as ridiculous as the other. Yeah, this one's not as good. Um, one nice thing is you can definitely control the Holy Nimbus thing because you can just, when you go up and attack, then you know they're just going to take an extra 10 damage. Yeah. Um, but right, although get, uh... I, I say that a lot of bosses have like movement legendary actions, they can do that. How do you feel about Oath of Devotion overall? I I don't think this is as good. I think I this agree. is probably. Like, I would give this class a C. We'll say C. And again, uh, compared to it's already to a paladin. This, it's already a paladin. So the spectrum of all subclasses. This class this would will destroy be up there. Any of the other. <laughs> <laughs> any but monk. Like, <laughs> any monk. But uh, any monk. but uh, yeah. And as far as this, you're just like uh, you. You kind of re- there's nothing here that you like really really want. Feel like. <laughs> All right, uh, Oath of Vengeance is next. Uh, this is another very. This is a popular choice, I'd say. Yeah, so this as far is. As I've seen, this is a popular choice. It's pretty good for good reason. Tenants of Vengeance, right? I I think also because of the flavor, like it, it's it so fun. easy to role yeah. play a vengeance, right? It, it's just like, oh yeah, you want yeah. the rage paladin guy that's all about yeah, destroy evil, ah, fight greater evil, no mercy for the wicked by any means necessary. That's all their tenants. Um, their oath spells, they're going to get Bane and Hunter's Mark at level 3. So, totally useful. Super good spells for 3rd uh, level. For 3rd level, yeah. 5th level, though, is where it's at, though. Hold Person and Misty Step. Yeah! That's like, what? what? These, are, these are just the spells you would take anyway? Now you get them all D&D's prepared. greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> all in one place. Uh, and it keeps going, too. Ninth level, you get Haste? Haste? You get Haste? Why? Jesus. All right, and protection from energy. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah. We've seen that before. Uh, 13th level, you get banishment. Jesus. What? And dimension and door. And dimension That's one of door. my favorite spells on my trickery cleric. I yeah. love dimension door. Oh. You get this on a paladin? Yeah. They can teleport wherever they want? <laughs> what? Jesus. Why does this paladin have like misties? Like, why is this the most teleporty paladin I've ever I seen? I know. <laughs> it's It's like. I, he says like, like I'm gonna kill you, and he's like, well, I'm just gonna run away. <laughs> What'd you this, say to me? Crazy. Seventeenth uh, level, then it gets hold monster, which yeah, you, by then you need the hold monster, which yeah. is sweet. 
and scrying. I don't know how I feel about scrying. Scrying's eh. Man, scrying is one of my favorite spells, but like if you just but it can be so easy to forget that you have it and you can use it <laughs> in the campaign, I think, where you just be like, where is this thing? I'm just scrying it. Um yeah. Some people like to use it all the time. Some people are just like, ah, eh, whatever, we'll figure it out. Um, but still, I mean, we, we, we just... Uh, incredible. Incredible list. Incredible. Al- also, the paladins at higher levels have this weird thing where nor- normally high-level spell slots, they're the premium ones for all the spells you're taking. But, like, the fifth and fourth yeah, level spell slots... Ones, yeah, yeah. The fifth and fourth level spells are always just the divine smites. The things that you're going to be concentrating on, right? Yeah, they're, they're just going to be... Exactly, those are the lowest spell slots. So, like Hunter's Mark, you just get a D six. Bane is awesome because that means really you're... good on boss fights, right? Yeah, early uh, in early fights. Um, really good. Yeah, because Hunter's Mark is a bonus action. So, but uh, yeah, uh, it's Best channel divinities. List. It's got the abjure enemy as a uh, action. You prevent your holy symbol. Choose one creature within sixty feet of you. They must make a wisdom save uh, unless it's immune to be. Frightened fiends and undead have disadvantage on it, and then that creature is frightened for one minute. I love how like this class is now like the other two of the base game are like, oh, it has to be this, it has to be that. This class is like, if it's those things, it gets disadvantaged. But yeah, anything you can just do anything. Yeah, yeah. What? Why? (laughs) Why does this class have to be the one? It's just like your only requirement is you hate them. (laughs) Yeah, like what? This makes that makes no sense. Uh, it's also got the Vow of Enmity as a bonus action against a creature within 10 feet of you. You can have advantage on attack rolls for one minute until that creature drops. To z- like it's it's your it's your grudge match. You're like, yeah, you really pissed at this thing. That's so strong. It's That's a bonus. So action. good. You just bonus action. This now I'm going to smack it. Yeah. It, it, having a channel divinity as a bonus action is massive. Like, uh, like, imagine you're just like, oh, I'm on the other side of the map of this thing. You're a vow of uh, vengeance, oath of vengeance, paladin. You cast haste on yourself. Run sixty <laughs> feet because your speed is doubled. <laughs> vow of enmity, and then you get a whole other attack, and then you just like fourth level divine smite. <laughs> so like, you just did everything, <laughs> and that's all within this one subclass. That yeah, you just did you're that. just like, what the hell? Holy! Imagine shit, if then if you had like nice. mobile feet and stuff, you'd just be like, I'm gonna move eighty feet. <laughs> And then attack you. It's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. It, so critting with the paladin is obviously insane. So anything that gets you insane. advantage. So yeah, it's just nuts, right? It's just pretty fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, seventh level, you'll get the relentless avenger. It helps you. Uh, helps you close off a foe's retreat. So whenever you hit a creature with an opportunity attack. You can move half your speed immediately after the attack and as part of the same reaction. That movement does not provoke opportunity attacks. Super interesting, weird, crazy ability. Yeah, I don't really know because, like, the idea is, I'm assuming, like, You're someone... running with it. You're supposed to, like, yeah, that's, kind that, of run with that's it. That's the flavor. But that's not necessarily everything, <laughs> like... That you have to do with it, just oh, you could just move like average fifteen feet without preventing opportunity attacks. I don't know how useful this is though. It doesn't seem to be overly useful to me. Seems okay. Probably not because you've already used something that we were saying with like uh, if you're like the polearm guy with that like uh, that one feet. Yeah, the sentinel, the sentinel feet, right? Which is like opportunity attack 
freaking master, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, it's kind. Of, yeah, it's kind of weird because you already use your reaction, so it's not like if they're running like fifty feet to dash away, it's not like you yeah. can get two opportunity attacks against them. Right. Um, as you're running with them, that's a weird ability. Yeah. I don't know how useful it is. Fifteenth uh, level, the Soul of Vengeance, the authority which you speak your vow of enmity gives you greater power over your foe. Whenever a creature under the attack, uh, the effect of your vow and enmity makes an attack, you can use your reaction to make a weapon attack against the creature. And I imagine it's at advantage because it's uh, it's got yeah. Attack. You have vow of yeah, enmity, so, so you just get a whole so extra get, attack for a turn cycle. You, you get an advantaged attack right back at them. Yeah, <laughs> this guy is the ultimate duelist. Yeah, this is the biggest fuck you. This guy. This is just a missile, and you just fire at somebody. <laughs> You're just like, go get him. Go get him. You're trying to get away? <laughs> Dimension door. <laughs> Dimension door. <laughs> That's right. We forgot this thing has all and misty steps. Holy yeah. crap. You can't get away. You cannot get away from this guy. Uh, and to add to that, 20th level, we have the Avenging Angel. Uh, you have to use your action to assume the form of the uh, angelic avenger, but now wings sprout out your back, and you have a flying speed of sixty feet. Good luck getting away from that. Yeah, you have an aura of menace in the thirty-foot radius. Anytime an enemy creature enters the aura or starts its turn there, it has to succeed on a wisdom save or become frightened to you until it takes any damage. Uh, attack rolls against the frightened creature have advantage. So, like, if it's not your vow of any creature now, you just have advantage on everything. Around. Right. That's pretty powerful. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah, like that's definitely powerful. Buffs. I mean, the... you just that, you feel like freaking Superman, right? You're just you're just flying you're, around. You're fl- everything you, fly you fly up to you advantage on doesn't matter anymore. Everything's afraid of you. <laughs> yeah, and at ninth level, like the the whole like after ninth level, everything you do is like. First, you cast haste on yourself, and then for the rest of the game, you have three attacks, and like, so you just want to get there. So, right. it, it's uh, yeah, it's <laughs> all right. Well, we have to. I mean, this this has to be an A, a right? yeah, from the is... start. It's just it's just absurd. I feel like it doesn't even matter. Like honestly, I think the seventh level is rather weak. It just it just doesn't matter, <laughs> right? Yeah, it is. The it is kind it of gives you, the things it gives you is just so strong. Yeah, I, I yeah, it, it's all the, any movement thing I find interesting, especially it's if interesting. It's, it's interesting, that's, but that's yeah, it's just like thing. well, someone is it's running away from me. I have to be like okay with it unless I keep up with them, but I don't know where they're going. Right, and they could just be like, oh, he's there. He's technically. Like, you resolve your movement before they finish their movement. So sometimes you might not know if they're going to be there, but I don't know. It's just kind of odd. But everything else, just like, bane. Hold first. Misty step. All right. That was it for the base game ones. Uh, We're going to move on to Xanathar's uh, subclasses, starting off with the Oath of Conquest. Uh, very typical, yeah, right. He's got to, he's got to mm. f- succeed. He's got to fulfill his conquest. Douse the flame of hope. Rule with an iron fist and strength above all is their tenants. This is a uh, third this is level. Our paladin subclass. This is our paladin. Yeah, 
uh, which is interesting. Now that I'm seeing the class, I'm like, oh, this is our paladin. I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it, but it is. It is actually a lot of this stuff hasn't come up yet, so we'll have to talk about that. Uh, so third level, you'll get the armor of Agathis. I don't think he's ever casted that a single time. I agree. He, I don't think he has either. Okay. Uh, command, though he has done commands a lot. He's made good command use of commands. Command is a very strong third level uh, spell. One mm-hmm. of my favorites. Fifth level, hold person, spiritual weapon. Yeah, those are slam dunks, right? I mean, yes. Yeah, spiritual weapon is, is like particularly awesome because it just gives you something to do. You can't trigger Divine Smite off your spiritual weapon. You can't do a bunch of stuff. But it gives you something to do on a bonus action, which... Yeah, it's... You know, one thing I've noticed uh, about Spiritual Weapon in particular, it's a lot better on martial classes, which a Paladin is, right? I have it on my Cleric, and it's not nearly as good, because uh, the best way to use it is to attack in the same turn. Yeah. I'm rarely ever doing that. I'm mostly casting spells. They're way more impactful <laughs> on my turn. Yeah. yeah, because you don't want to, like... It feels like bad to be like spiritual weapon or like polymorph which one yeah, like, I'm right like polymorph up. will change the landscape of this fight spiritual weapon like maybe is useful for the rest of the fight but probably not right yeah it's like palins also have other actions they can use like a lot yeah. of their channel divinities or lay on hands they can do so they can they can slot it in kind of wherever they want to right um but yeah where right, other classes that's yeah <clears throat> Uh, ninth level, Bestow, Curse, and Fear. Never seen him use either of those. Nope, he has not. He should have them both. Uh, 13th, Stone Skin and Dominate Beast. We're level 13th. I haven't seen any of these spells. Correct. Dominate it, Beast, however, you know, that'll only come up when it comes up. Gotta, yeah, it's, gotta be it's not a very good spell because it's only Beast, which but, is a subtype. Yeah, Stone but. Skin, that, I mean, it's a concentration spell. Which like that's, that's you know the hardest if thing. yeah, but super useful concentration spell right? I mean you're talking it's just giving you resistance to like all the major crap. Right. Yeah. All things. Yeah. That's yeah. It's right. a, it, it's like it's all fine. the melee. Yeah. So you know we're going into a melee fight. Wouldn't you want a stone skin and then? I would. All right. Well. <laughs> all of all the listeners just find our paladin, even though yeah, you don't know like, who he what is. Are you doing? <laughs> Uh, 17th level, spell. which we're not at yet, but this is what he would get, is Cloud Kill. Super cool spell. I love Cloud Kill. Uh, and Dominate Person. Yeah, well. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's uh, it's Channel Divinities. And he's only used one of these for sure, right? Because he's he hasn't used yeah. this first one. The Conquering Presence. As an action, you force each creature of your choice within 30 feet of you to make a Wisdom save. On a failed save, they become frightened for a minute. Okay. Yeah, I think he has used this one once in a non-combat setting. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, this, this yeah, could like, be more of a of non-combat-y thing when you look yeah, at it, too. To it definitely give, feels that way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Frightened is good. It's like, really good. Like, yeah. I mean, this is the ability of the uh, item I carried around, the uh, the. Horns the pipes of, of haunting. haunting. The pipes of haunting. And I loved my pipes of haunting. It's super I used good. that every time I thought it would be useful. And it was. Like, and it every was. Time There's I tons it, of stuff where you're just like, yeah. whoop, all these like yeah. all these ads just can't come close to you. It's, can't come it's close really to good. me. And I would position myself properly so that like, okay, they can't come and croach. You're forming like party. a wall. Yeah. It was like, it was so useful every time I used my pipes of haunting. It was one of my favorite items in the game. I could 
Eric offered me an uncommon item. I could get them again. You could get the pipes. <laughs> it could be a return of the pipes. I could. I could grab some pipes. But I got to look into it more. Uh, and the next one, I've definitely seen them use this a bunch. This is the Guided Strike. Uh, when you make an attack roll, they can channel your divinity to give a plus 10 to the roll. And you can make it after you see the roll, but before the DM says it's going to hit or miss. So, like... You, but you generally know. You can see yeah, the roll. A, and then a plus like, 10 turns plus a miss into a hit. Yeah, it turns yeah. a miss into a hit. Plus 10. It's like, I'm going to hit. Right. It doesn't It doesn't if you roll like a 5. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, in, in those cases, you're generally... Yeah, like you said, you generally know. It's just like, well, we're fighting generally a boss. Especially later on in the fight, you're just like, okay, I know where we're yeah. at now. So but, that's, that's a useful one. It's pretty nice. And I th- this is one of those things where it's just like, it's it's pretty nice because if you're fighting a bunch of stuff, Conquering Presence is nice. If you're fighting one thing, you're just like, well, they're probably either immune to fear or have a super high wisdom save or legendary resistance. Right. So just I've, guided strike. I'm just going to use Guided Strike to be like, oh man, I rolled a 16. That's probably not going to hit. So Guided Strike, make out 26, definitely hits. Uh, then, yeah, there you go. But it seems like seventh level. There's a big reason why you'd want a conquering presence. Yes. So you get the aura of conquest. You emanate a menacing aura. It extends ten feet. It's the same aura. If a creature is frightened of you, its speed is zero while within the aura, and it takes psychic damage equal to half your paladin level if it starts its turn there. It just like it, stuns it's, things. Yeah, it's and crazy. damages them. And this is why at ninth level they get the fear spell, which is just like a spell that causes fear in a cone. Ah, yes. Uh, yeah, it's you're just a fear monger, man. You're yeah, you sweet. You just that's super good flavor, but I don't think he's ever used these. Things. I don't think he's ever used it either. I like that aura has never come up. There's yeah. not a single time I've ever heard like, oh, it'll take psychic damage. I've, I've never heard that sentence. Yeah, and and um. The way he's playing it, he's not really a guy who is trying to intimidate too many people. Right. So there, there is that. But yeah, this ability is kind of nuts. Where just like you just go in here, you just go into a bunch of enemies, fear conquering is good presence to put on things regardless. Anyway, like that's yeah. a good condition to just put on something. Yeah, and like you can make something afraid of you that's further away, walk up to them, and now he's just within ten feet of you. Forever, forever, <laughs> and he's yeah, just gonna be like, can't right, move. You he take has a speed of zero. You take like like four to ten or, or four to five second damage start turn. That's not too much, but like it's not nothing. I don't know. Yeah. It's free. It's pretty cool. Fifteenth level, you get the scornful rebuke. Those who dare to strike you are physically punished for their audacity. I love that. Whenever yeah. a creature hits you with an attack, they take psychic damage equal to your charisma mod. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty funny. I like that it triggers like always, though. It's not. Yeah, it's like, just like a passive. It's a passive. Like you have thorns on your side, like right. You just every hit against you does. It's very minor damage, right? It's possible. Yeah. Like, if somebody hits you three times, which is not super unusual at higher levels, then it's like, alright, you take nine, nine damage. damage, an extra turn. Which isn't nothing, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. And then, finally, the Invincible Conqueror. Uh, as an action, you can become an Avatar of Conquest. Uh, you have resistance to all damage. That's, that's <laughs> the starting That's, the that's, starting that's bullet one. Just bullet one. all damage. All damage? Yeah. All of that. All, Ev- all of it. Every All damage. Every damages. Uh, when you take the attack action, you can make an additional attack as part of that action. So, uh, 
double all attacks. What? Yeah, so you get three and, attacks on a turn. And then uh, your melee weapon attacks score critical hit now on 19s or 20s. So double the amount double of your crit range. Hits, which is uh, yeah, pretty, good. pretty good on a paladin. Turns pretty out. good paladin. So that 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 that's nuts. That that twentieth level is just dumb, dumb nuts. But what do you give this class overall? I, I I don't know if I like this class as much. Actually, I'm down on this class. I'd say it's a B minus. Yeah, I think a B too. It kind of also pales when like vengeance and conquest kind of feel very similar as far as like ethos yeah. is concerned. Well, I mean, all, but... You gotta say like because a class built around fear is super cool. Super not good against like legendary bosses, right? Ooh. Right, yeah. There's like feared. I don't it's care. like that shuts off basically this class. It's like okay, so then yeah. then what are you looking at? Well, then I'm looking at I have spiritual weapon man and a couple. Yeah, it's like you strikes. get guided strike. Yeah, and that's kind of it. Um, <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> but yeah, so this is this is one of those things that yeah, it's like in the right move set, like in everywhere else other than bosses. But it's everywhere, fine. right? Everywhere, and that's why I give it a B minus. I'm like yeah. everywhere else, it's like it's actually incredibly good. It's incredibly yeah. strong and annoying to deal with. Boss fights, yeah, less so. But you're still a freaking paladin. You are still a paladin. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out, you're still yeah. A paladin. This is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other one in Xanathar's came out was the Oath of Redemption. I, this was the one that I subclassed into the multiclassed into was Got the uh, Paladin of uh, Redemption. Super fun. Uh, cause I, I tried to be a, I was a detective type guy and I, I was trying to hate on fighting. I, I didn't want fighting to ever occur. Right. So yeah, Palin of Redemptions are no, more known for peace, innocence, patience, and wisdom. Uh, but they have some really cool, yeah, really good abilities. So here's what these they are. Got. It's the tank of the paladin subclass. Yeah. Here's what they got going on. Third level, they get sanctuary, very typical one and sleep. Sleep's awesome at third level. You can find some really good uses for sleep early on. Yeah. It unfortunately tapers off as things get more health. And it's harder Very to quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. So it's good at level three. Then it's not so good. Then it's not. Yeah. Uh, fifth level gets Calm Emotions. That'd be an interesting one to role play. I've never seen anyone cast that, though. Yeah, it's it's very interesting because, like, it it can get very cool like oh you're caught by the guards you can just be like calm emotions now he doesn't <laughs> that's kind of cool yeah, yeah i would like to see that play out um it also gets hold person though which is old yeah, person dunk again, Classic. You know? ninth level is where it's freaking at hold on <laughs> excuse me <laughs> now i'm done uh <laughs> it gets uh, counter spell. Is that a good spell, Eric? Uh, that is a very good spell. Possibly <laughs> possibly the best spell. <laughs> possibly. Is that is that good, Eric? I don't is know. Is counter spell good? Pretty good? And hypnotic pattern, which I I love hypnotic. Hypnotic pattern is pretty pretty sweet. <laughs> what a way to just be like, oh yeah, half the fight? Nah. <laughs> all those things all those things do nothing if this this was the spell that like you made very good use of it as uh as the bard oh, and i was just yeah. like i could just add three more monsters to this fight because brad's <laughs> gonna have not a pattern half yeah. of them anyway i know he's gonna take them out <laughs> so, so it made uh it made for much more like cool fight scenes because right. then i could just like, be like I know oh my god there's so many you're like out. i have to hypnotic pattern them and hold concentration otherwise we're dead you know yeah it was fun uh, yeah, so that's that. Uh, 13th level, Stone Skin makes a reappearance. Keeps coming back. And Otoluk's Resilient Sphere. 
Any idea what this one does? Yes, uh, a sphere of shimmering force encloses a creature or object of large or smaller within range. If it's unwilling, uh, make a deck save. Uh, nothing, not physical objects, energy, or other spell effects can pass through the barrier, in or out. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, they so can breathe, they're immune to all like damage. They're... A force cage around something. Yeah, basically you can just be like, you're in a bubble and nothing, you can't do anything oh, when you're in the so bubble cool. or you can bubble to protect somebody because they're like yeah. down or something. You can just be like bubble. Okay. That's uh, freaking cool. Yeah. That's really cool. And that. the sphere is weightless. And, uh, I think, yeah, you, the, <laughs> an enclosed creature can use this action to push the sphere walls and to roll the sphere equal to half the creature's movement speed. <laughs> So, so, so it's a force cage that they can they, they, they can they, roll they around. Hamster ball. You hamster they ball can someone. hamster ball it and uh, wait. Sphere can that's actually up. that's amazing because that means like you can also like protection sphere yourself if you want to use this thing and like try and hamster ball your way out of somewhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it only lasts for a minute, but you can okay. be like, oh, there's a river of lava. Sphere yourself and sphere then roll yourself. across roll the lava. Roll across the lava. <laughs> That's amazing. It's so okay, sweet. I yeah. love that spell so much. Yeah, it's just like yeah, you can just do cool shit with okay, it. Okay, I love that love spell. It. Yeah, that that's incredible. Seventeenth uh, level hold monster. Again, we know that's very important. And wall of force, which that's more also of, really good. Yeah, that's really it's, in certain fights that could be like game changer, right? Wall of force, like yeah, you wall of force. Something it's like oh dang. That yeah, just changed you, this fight. Yeah, exactly. You could be so you can make like a dome around a creature, and then they can't move through it. So, and there's the honestly the best part about Wall of Force is you can dome a creature, no save. Yep, it's just, it. they you put up a wall is what you did. Yeah, like, so they couldn't do anything about that. Yeah, super sweet. Uh, its channel divinities is it's got the emissary of peace. Uh, this is definitely just role-playing only. So as a yeah. bonus action, you grant yourself plus five bonus to uh, persuasion checks for ten minutes. Which I, I wish more of these subclasses kind of had one yeah, that had, was a combat yeah, one, combat one that, one, was, that wasn't. He's like, this is cool. I like, but this is like, sweet. You're yeah. going to use this plus all the time. Plus five persuasion, man. Plus yeah. five persuasion. That's sweet. Yeah, like, oh, you're going to go into the shop. I'm, I'm in the middle of the city. Persuasion might be one of the most checked once yes. uh, in in role play ever because yeah. because you're constantly trying to get one over on the DM for something yes exactly yeah so it's like just okay like, persuade me like that's like always what comes up all right fine roll for it like if you want to keep doing this yeah plus five to that man that's that's huge and then one of my favorite abilities that I had rebuke the violent hey. Shh, stop. You, it's your spray bottle. <laughs> yeah. Immediately after an attacker within 30 feet of you deals damage to uh, a creature other than you, you can use your reaction to force the attacker to make a wisdom save. On a failed save, they take radiant damage equal to the damage they dealt. Against boss monsters, it's like, you just dealt 50 to me. You, want to take you also half? take this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you take 50. On a successful save, which you, they probably will, they take half the damage. Yeah, that's still Incredible. fantastic. So, yeah, because it's like that the dragon's breath weapon. You Like bef- this previous fight, it's like, oh, I take 56 points of radiant damage. You're just like, all right, well, now right, you're well, going to take rebuke. at least half of that. Yeah, incredible, incredible. It does have to be a creature other than you. 
Yes. The one thing. So you got to position yourself well. But like this will come up in but th- every. This class, that's kind of what you're doing. Yeah. 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 This will come up every time. Uh, it's seventh level's the aura of the guardian. You can shield your allies from harm at the cost of your own health. When a creature within 10 feet of you takes damage, you can use reaction to magically take that damage instead of the creature that's taking it. It doesn't transfer any other effects that might accompany the damage. So, like, if it, if it's a stunning strike, for instance, you don't get stunned. Yes. Is what it's saying. You'll take the damage, but you don't get stunned. Uh, this damage can't be reduced in any way. So it's super niche ability, right? It's just like you're just an extra health pool for everyone around you. Yeah, and I think, I think honestly, one of the craziest things you can do with this is someone attacks... A, a spellcaster that's concentrating on a spell, and they really need to maintain concentration on that spell. Uh, right, and it you, makes, they take no damage. They take no damage. They don't have to make any saves. Yeah, um, that's a useful way to use this. Yeah, you're just like this little soaker machine, and like it yeah. is too. It's use, more useful for you to soak the damage, anyways, because your lay on hands is so like ever present. So good. Yeah, yeah. Like you always heal yourself up to like a crazy amount. And I, I'm, I'm reading it now, and I it. Uh, uh, of course, it uses your reaction anyway. But I was wondering, like, oh, does it work with Rebuke the Violent? And it doesn't, the way it's worded. Um, he's, you're, the creature other than you never takes the damage. You wouldn't be able to trigger Rebuke the Violent anyway because you're the one who took the damage. Um, but use the reaction. Both of them use a reaction anyway. You'd know when you were going to use it. You know, like, if they're at full health, they don't need to concentrate, right? You let them take the damage at that point. Yeah, yeah it, it's... Yeah, there's going to be... it, But, like, this is the kind of cool thing where, like, you know, maybe you don't take strength as your highest. Maybe you take charisma or uh, constitution. Then you take the tough feat where you just, like, you're just... Your health is insane. And right, you're right. with the fighter and stuff. I don't know. There's all this stuff that... Buff up your health. Yeah, be a dwarf, right? You get dwarf. As a dwarf. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Protective spirit at 15th level... Uh, a holy presence that mends your wounds in combat. You regain hit points equal to 1d6 plus half your paladin level. If you end your turn in combat with fewer than half... So again, it's just it's just healing you more and more. And yeah, more. You just have a passive heal now. You have a passive heal, which is pretty sweet. I mean, it's only 1d6 plus half your paladin. So at 15th level... I don't know. Actually, that's like 10, 12 healing if you're below half health. That's yeah. It, it'll come up to be like a full attack's worth of health over the course of like rounds. three rounds yeah. yeah three rounds maybe that's really so sweet actually i mean but you have to be below half right so said. yeah you, you do than half yeah. and i i think you'll but you could easily get there with like i'm gonna use aura <laughs> the guardian I, right I do, away i do like this class though it's like, right it's like i want to take damage no damage me please <laughs> damage me no. <laughs> are you david <laughs> yeah me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, why don't you hit me <laughs> it feels like this this class should have like compel duel I wonder if that's a paladin spell anyway yeah uh, and then finally yeah. the 20th level there'll be the emissary of redemption you become an avatar of peace you also get resistance to all damage <laughs> <laughs> same thing as the vengeance right you have resistance to all damage whenever a creature damages you it takes radiant damage equal to half the damage it dealt so now, not only are you resisting all the damage, but it's going to deal half of that damage in Radiant to the creature that damaged you. <laughs> Which is, that's going to end up being a lot. Because, that, again, that's just a passive, like, I'm going to hit you three times because 
I'm gonna claw claw bite you because I'm a I'm a large dragon. It's just like, all right, well you're gonna you're gonna you might take as you're gonna take the same amount, man. Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. going down it's just together. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> and if I'm below half at the end of my turn, I'll just heal some more. Yeah, uh, this is a very interesting subclass. Yeah this this is the one that it's like you know going from dps to tank isn't like super crazy of a turn but this is the one where it's just like oh you know what maybe i'll maybe i'll move but into there are some there. really interesting things that this paladin does that no other paladin i mean yeah. this is a counter spell paladin right yeah you have counter spell. that you don't see pretty nuts and there's this other kind of like weird effect that happens with counterspell is like if you're a melee class with counterspell, that's way better than a way spellcaster. Oh, range. You're closer. Yeah, you're yeah. easily like fifty feet closer to the spellcasters. But there's tons of times where it's just like, well, actually, you're eighty feet away, so you can't cast counterspell. Yeah. Uh, what do you give this class overall? It's a real unique one. Uh, I'd put I, it at like a B. I, yeah, B. It's it's close to Solid. A because I. It does something that is like I feel like doesn't take away with the core class, and it yeah. adds something to it where you can be like, okay, I can play like the real tank role here. Right. I will say with the um, all of its protection stuff, if you're the only melee class, you really can't play this subclass because yeah, all you, your you, buffs are within thirty feet of you. you so care about, and that's at eighteen level, right? Well, you really, sorry, you, you really re- want people to be within 10. Yeah, because there's Aura and Rebuke the Violence at 30-foot range. So, if... That's every, true. That yeah. has 30-foot range, right? And that is probably more important, right? Yeah, the, maybe the Aura of the Guardian you can sort of ignore until the right moment when you're like, I have to protect the Cleric, and you just run to your Cleric. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, but, uh... Definitely this, a really good class to have, like, you know, the protection fighting style with or stuff like that. Yeah, and like, man, this or this honestly really feels maybe other than like vengeance so far. Like, this feels like the most like paladiny to me. I don't know, That's like true. the protector. That's true. Of, no, you're of the right group. there. Yeah. Well, I, and then also not though, because like counterspell hypnotic. Yeah, then ca- like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <what? laughs> yeah, it's just, then it's just <laughs> like counterspell. Then let's just like you <laughs> counterspell. <laughs> Yeah, it was you did that. It's like <laughs> putting an orb around things and yeah. hamster wheel. Shut up! You are now an orb. <laughs> Super <laughs> weird. Super weird. But uh, yeah, yeah, like but it. very unique. I just solid B. I just think it's a it's a cool class. Now we'll move on to Tasha's. Uh, and as we know, Tasha's generally has the more broken of the uh, classes subclasses. I don't know if that happens with Paladin it's so much. It's not really true for. Yeah, yeah, it's not really true. I don't think so. We'll start with the glory. Glory. This was a, I think, originally printed in the in the magic book uh, okay. of Theros, and then it wasn't reprinted. necessarily Atasha's. Well, yeah, okay, and then they just moved it over. Then they they're just like, all right, we did, yeah. we did, we didn't have a second paladin class. <laughs> Quick, <laughs> which is funny. Like glory, it sounds exactly the same as conquest. As as you know, like right, that, that yeah, sounds the same. Like, how is that any different? Their, their tenants are like actions over words. Challenges are tests. Hone the body and whatever. Display the soul. Yeah, all that just sounds like, yeah, I heard you it's said paladin. Yeah. I heard yeah, you say yeah, the word right. paladin, so I assumed right. all of that. 
Uh, here's its abilities. It's got Guiding Bolt, which is interesting on a Paladin. That's really cool. I've yeah. never seen that. Because that's a ranged spell. Now. Yeah, and it's a big range. It deals so much damage for a level yeah. 1 spell. And you get a level and 3. And if you but... end up being the next person to attack the thing, which is very possible, you'll get the advantage. You'll get the advantage, <laughs> yeah. So it plays well with yourself, too. Like not Most spellcaster classes that cast Guiding Bolt, right, don't give a crap about the melee aspect of it. Yeah, like, it's like the rogue I mean, goes I'm next. I'm just guiding bolting yeah. it, but I don't actually care about But as the paladin, both are good for you. <laughs> You're like, yeah. guiding bolt it. And now, oh, I ended up being the person to be the one next to it. Alright, boom. Right. Uh, also gets uh, heroism. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay. a good spell. It's fine. Fifth level gets enhance ability and magic weapon. Eh. Yeah, the um, yeah. yeah, the magic, magic weapon I don't really see too much. Enhance ability is great it's like one of the most one of the more useful things but you can just be like hey what are we doing today especially yeah. non-combat where it's like okay well, non-combat wise it. it's huge absolutely yeah. we uh, about ninth the, level yeah. we're back i think it's the exact same as vengeance haste is back haste is back baby with protection from energy as well as the other one attacked on with it i think it's the exact same as vengeance yes it is uh 13th level compulsion that's a cool one and freedom of movement. Mm-hmm. And then 17th level, I think exact same as Vengeance again. Commune and Flamestrike. Uh, no, that same. was... Or was it Devotion? Or maybe Devotion. Devotion, yeah. Devotion. Yeah, yeah, Devotion. Same as Devotion, yeah. Same 17th as Devotion. Yep. Which were, which were meh. Meh. Uh, Channel Divinities here are Peerless Athlete as a bonus action, which is good, like we said, with bonus action. But here's what it does. It gives advantage on athletics and acrobatics checks. Allows you to push, drag, lift twice as much as normal and increases the distance of your long and high jumps by 10 feet. What? I don't know. It just makes you... Just doesn't... That's more of an out of combat this... thing. But yeah. And it's also just like... on athletics and acrobatics is kind of cool. Yeah. It's it's also just not that good. <laughs> it's just like... What... Like... All you, what you're gonna do this, and then the wizard's just gonna roll natural nineteen on his acrobatics check and beat you. <laughs> I don't know. It is kind of cool though to be like I'm a peerless athlete, and I get advantage on you know your yeah. I want to jump and do a backflip over the the cement wall. Yeah, know. but you have advance ability anyway. Yeah, you already have enhanced ability. It's true. Anyways, like uh, inspiring smite is the other one. Immediately after you deal damage with your divine smite feature. You can channel your divinity as a bonus action and distribute temporary hit points to creatures of your choice within 30 feet of you, including you, equal to 2d8 plus your level in this class. I like this. Pretty sweet. This is, like, you're not gonna heal anybody else other than yourself. I know that sounds, like, selfish, but, like, distributing, if you're, let's say you're level 7, you roll 2d8s and you get 16 HP for temporary hit points, like it's way more effective to just have one person heal sixteen than two people heal eight. Yeah. Um, just because area of effect damage things exist. So if somebody fireball, or I mean fireball would get sixteen anyway. But you know, if somebody uh, flaming hands the both of you, you're still going to have hit points left. Um, but when you do that, it is like free. I mean, you you use your bonus action, but like, hey, at higher levels you can get. You can get like a pretty decent chunk of HP. You can get up to like tw- once you get up to like twenty temporary hit points. You're just like, oh, okay, pretty good. Yeah, no, this is this is fine. This is that's a really that's cool fine. useful ability. Yeah. So temporary hit points always good. 
especially on like I love the ones that like give you all the temporary hit points when you're dealing damage anyway, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Just that's just gravy. Uh, seventh level, you'll get the aura of alacrity, allowing you to race across the battlefield. Your walking speed increases by ten feet. So I love, 10 feet I love that it's called, sorry, called walking speed, and yeah, it says race across. across. You're just speed walking. It's yeah. like, nope, nope, you can't run. Your walking speed increases by ten feet. Right. Uh, in addition, any walking speed of any ally who starts their turn within five feet of you, so it's less than the auras we're used to, notably. Uh, it has to be within five feet of you. And it increases by ten feet. And then this aura goes from five feet to ten feet at 18th level. I, I hate that that's they real. made yeah, the aura really different. Uh, yeah, if I'm really the DM, is. it's just they're all 10 feet. They're all, the yeah, they're the same freaking auras. I don't, your oh aura God. does this. Yeah, I, yeah. I hate Why that. Why is this aura different? It is. It's not it, like it's that much more useful. It's yeah, like exactly. just fine. It's the same so, thing. What, where, 10 feet of extra movement. <laughs> yeah, where in their, or their balancing process, they're like, it's too busted. <laughs> when the aura's 10 feet, it's too busted. Compared to resistant to all spells, they were yeah. like, okay, well, the movement one. Movement one. We can't all speed faster. All, all of our monsters kept dying because they were exactly nine feet away. <laughs> we, can't, we can't all just be fast, okay? Oh, my Jeez. gosh. How fast can a monk move? Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> we can't add 10 feet. We can't add to that. No way. Uh, 15th level, the glorious defense. Uh, they could turn defense into a sudden strike. When you or another creature you can see within 10 feet of you is hit by an attack roll, use your reaction to grant a bonus to the target's AC against that attack, causing it to potentially miss. Bonus equaling the charisma modifier. If it misses, you can make a weapon attack against the attacker as part of the reaction. Uh, this is pretty good, I think. Does it say, do you get to know the I mean, role? Yeah, I mean, this is one of the hiccups of the rules where, like, yeah, it doesn't in order to assess the A, it's like, I'm going to attack you. It's hit because it's it's hit, so we know what the role is. So, basically, you know if it's going to work when you decide. To right, that's what it states. It says it is hit. So, it can't yeah. be used on one that already has missed. Right. So, I assume you have to use this. Only on hits. Yeah, it's like, oh, what's, like, I, it's a 19 hit. Oh, yeah, my right class is 17. Oh, I'm going to use Glorious Defense. Now it misses. This actually seems so niche, too, right? Because the bonus isn't going to be so great, right? It's only going to be up to five, and that's the only time it's going to maybe come up more. Five, five is a five lot. Is, it's probably lot. three. What, like, that's okay, probably. Okay, so let's say it's three. There is a very small window where that three made that hit into a miss, which is the only time that this thing is actually useful. Yeah. Now, you do get a full attack as a reaction, which a paladin getting extra attacks is good. But yeah, it's it's like... There's only a select number of, like, monsters that this is going to be good against. I think it's going to be really good against, like, a lot of mid-level things. Like, if you're level 15 fighting against, like, four... Five level or like CR seven or eight creatures. I think that's going to be good because they're all going to have multiple attacks. They're all only going to have like plus whatever to a hit. Yeah, and like, like luckily it could be used against you, which will, I think is going to come up ninety five percent of the time, and like five percent of the time it'll come up as like someone else is getting attacked within ten feet of you, and you're somehow also within range, which is five feet usually. Yeah, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's even less of a chance. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like when it works, it's cool. But yeah, it's probably going to happen way less than you think. Yeah. Finally, the living legend at Twine. I love the name. I'm a living yes. freaking legend, bitch. <laughs> you can empower yourself with the legends of your deeds. You're blessed with an otherworldly presence, giving advantage on all charisma checks. Okay. All right. <laughs> Once on each of your turns, uh, when you make a weapon attack and miss, you can cause that attack to hit. You just like, death. you miss. <laughs> what if I didn't? I'm like, all right. His, he has how, advantage on charisma you, checks. How am I supposed to argue against that? <laughs> how do you compare this to advantage? This is you literally don't miss anymore. Yeah, this. you literally don't miss because you get to decide. <laughs> because you, yeah, you. I mean, this is way better than advantage. Yeah, you know, it's insane. Yeah, it's if it's advantage on all your attacks, meaning twice on a turn. It's 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 still probably better <laughs> because this, this is just like yeah. it turns any miss into a hit. Uh-huh. Every turn. Uh, if you fail a saving throw, you can use your reaction to re-roll it as well. So you can just be like, nah, I didn't like that roll. Just kind of re-roll it real quick. Gonna, I'm just going to do it again. Okay. It, this ability just says, like, you can cheat for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it. You can just... Would you like to cheat at D&D? A little well, just bit. play this class. At like- Have you ever just wanted to be like, man, that seven's really close to that 16. I'm just going <laughs> to... Just boop. <laughs> boop. It's like, yeah, you can do that. You can just be a cheater. You can just cheat just a want. little bit. You can Your cheat. God's going to allow you to cheat. I know how bit. to legally cheat in D&D, and it's to play this classical play. Cheat just a little bit. Also, I love oh, funny. the you you gain advantage on all charisma checks, but since it only lasts a minute, you know, it's just like you're this great and powerful like demigod, and you're just be like, I'm going to use this just to gain advantage, maybe get a better price on these health potions. Then after a minute yeah. of hacking, you're just like, Shopkeeper's like, wait a second. <laughs> you're not nearly as convincing as you were two seconds ago. You're just hovering above the floor for your divine power. I'm a living fucking legend, bitch. Uh, man, what do you give this class overall, though? I, I honestly, I don't think this one's a, one of the strong ones. I want to say this is a, in the C. C I'll give it a C. Yeah, like the level seven ability isn't that great. Inspiring Strike isn't, it's fine, but like, it's not. Its spells great. aren't that great. I mean, I mean, the, the enhanced haste is like okay. Haste super by good. its best ability. It's like but, its best ability by a long shot. But you could like any spell list with haste. With this is amazing. But yeah, but like yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't really think this is like on the I'm same not a level. Huge glory fan. Yeah, it's like and like or anything I, you could just throw out that level twenty. Yes, that level twenty is ridiculous and all that. But that's level twenty. Man. It's level twenty. You can't. You can't expect. Unless you are just playing a level 21 shot, you can't really expect to ever get there. Yeah. All right. The Oath of the Watchers is next. I kind of feel bad about this one because this fits perfectly with what Ryan wanted to do with Tylios, but Ah, he just didn't know it existed and we're too far in. So this is what he should be. This is what he should be, yeah. Okay. Uh, So the Tenants of the Watchers is Vigilance, their ever-present uh, loyalty and discipline. Yeah, this does sound a little more like him already. Ooh, and they got some good spells. Well, here we go. Third level, alarm and detect magic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those those are useful in certain scenarios. Yeah, the the bad thing about these is they're what makes them good 
is that they're ritual spells. So normally, like a wizard and, can yeah, just be and, like, "I'm going to alarm yeah. everything; it's going to be fine." But uh, paladins don't have ritual casting, so right, right. So out of combat, they legit have to use their has spells to use a full spell slot, yeah. and you can't do that multiple times in a day. And detect magic lasts what, like a minute? Uh ten minutes. Ten minutes, yeah, right. So and it, like, yeah, it's like. It's useful out of combat. I mean, obviously out of combat, but like, yeah, it's well out of combat as a ritual cast, though. Yeah, it's yeah, sure. Like, yeah. Essentially, could always have it up, but it's actually, yeah, like, yeah, important now here. And these ten-minute spell durations are like one of the, excuse me, most difficult for the DM to like time out because you're never really caring about in combat because combat lasts like two seconds, and it's just like, wow, everything happened in just two seconds. But out of combat, it's just like. Well, how long does it take them to go down the stairs and explore this thing? This person asked for a investigation check in this room. Over here, this happened. Like, 30 minutes in real time go by. It's like, well, by the time they did all that, convened, had a conversation, we braked and went to the bathroom, we came back, and we continued the investigation. They go down a flight of stairs. Is my detect magic still up? It's just always like, yeah, but it's about to fit, about to stop, <laughs> regardless of how <laughs> much actual time. Go down. <laughs> Uh, fifth level, you get Moonbeam and moon Sea Invisibility. Good. I like Moonbeam a lot, yeah. Sea Invisibility is not very useful. I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, ninth level, Counterspell Counterspell, baby! Hey now, another Counterspell Paladin. And Non-Detection. Is this like a stealth ability? What is this? It's like a arcane stealth ability. So, uh, you can't be perceived or detected by any, like, divination... Stuff. Oh, okay, more spellcastery. Yeah. yeah, so someone's trying oh, to do does, like that's not going to come up that much. <laughs> no, it, it's it's like this is a very much like a DM spell that they use. Yeah, You'd be like how come my locate sure. creature didn't work? It's like, well, there's a spell. Ooh, I don't know. Detection. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like this is not useful for your campaign. Uh, aura of purity and banishment. At least banishment is back. Man. What's the aura of purity do? This is just. Uh, uh, each non-hostile creature in the aura, which is a 30-foot radius, can't become diseased, has resistance to poison damage, and has advantage on saving throws against effects that cause blind, charm, deafened, frightened, paralyzed, poison, and stun. Mm. Eh. Situational. Situational, yeah. And then Hold Monster and Scrying are their 17th level, so they're back. Yep. And they're, they're always like, that's like, it seems like almost standard for a pal. They're like, yeah, yeah it's kinda, throw those in there. It's interesting, because usually Hold Monster, every every time we saw Hold Monster, it was accompanied by Hold Person at the 5th level spot. Oh, but this one right. doesn't. They didn't get Hold Person here, and that would be way better than Seed. Hold game. Person is insane. Pal. Yeah, Hold Person is really good. Uh, their channel divinities are Watcher's Will. You have a warding power of your faith as an action any creature within 30 feet of you up to a number equals your charisma mod. For a minute, you and those chosen creatures have advantage on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma saving throws. Just those three, but those are three. Those, are the, good ones. those are the good ones. Wisdom, for sure, is a big mm -hmm. one. That's a biggie. Uh, you would have to know when to use this, but uh, yeah, this yeah. is a good one as like that the prep, the prep channel divinity, for instance. Yeah, exactly. It's a good prep channel divinity. And a lot of times, stuff like fear effects and and a lot of charm effects too. Oh uh, well, yeah, some of the charm effects they they will give you the opportunity to save at the end of your turn anyway. Yeah. So you can use this in combat, but yeah, just like watchers will. Let's go in, and then now you just yeah. have advantage on every like That's fear charm and stuff. 
and then its other channel divinity is the same as like the typical paladins of the base game is abjure the extra planner which is present the holy symbol for each aberration celestial elemental fae or fiends which again why didn't they just 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 tack this on to all the base class ones? yeah exactly like this was just like okay I but mean, yeah, un- by the time they came around to Tasha's, they figured it out, right? They were like, oh, yeah, it should just be all this of them. all of them, yeah. Of evil. <laughs> Duh. It's the only thing that makes sense. So, yeah, it turns those those specific types, all the ones that are anti-paladin, right? Yeah. Okay. Seventh level, the aura of the Sentinel. So it's aura. Uh, when you and any creatures of your choice within 10 feet of you roll initiative, they get a bonus to their initiative equal to their proficiency bonus. That's okay. awesome. Yeah, everyone can move probably a little bit faster. Uh, that's a big deal in fights, actually. That, yeah, like, if you can jump, like, if two people now move ahead of the monster, that can just be, that can change the game. And surprisingly, what's really good about this is, like, a lot a lot of combats start with you grouped up. Yeah, you all like enter you... <laughs> a room, and now and then there's past an ambush. that, the aura doesn't matter anymore. It, yeah, like, exactly. already gave all its bonus, so, like, you're fine with you're that. You're good. Yeah, but and like, there's... Yeah, a lot of times, you all start the battle right in one point. You get so. ambushed around your campfire. Well, okay, all of you get your yeah, search and surprise round, but you're all within yeah. 10 feet. You get it. You get a bonus to our initiative, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a really good aura. That's useful. It's not yeah. broke. No, it's good. Yeah. Uh, Vigilant Rebuke at 15th level. You learn how to chastise anyone who dares wield beguilements against you or your wards. Whenever a creature within 30 feet of you succeeds on an intelligence, wisdom, or charisma save, you can use your reaction to deal 2d8 plus your charisma mod force damage. That's hilarious. Yeah. It, it is kind of funny. Because obviously it works good with Watcher's Will. It works well with watchers will it's a lot of w's uh <laughs> it doesn't do a whole lot of damage but it is kind of funny just because like even even if without watchers will you could just be like hey don't don't try to polymorph my guy <laughs> <laughs> i do wish like 30 feet is a little rough though right yeah 30 feet is, is, is pretty rough it's a little rough none of your spellcasters you want... are going to be affected by this yeah you wish it would be like Everyone across the battlefield, like everyone, yeah, and then it'd be useful. So like, that's a little rough for for not that much damage, really. Like, more yeah, it you can probably only expect this to like between one and like four times in a fight, and at one time if it's just like terrifying presence, it happens just once, and then everyone succeeds once, and like if it's a spellcaster, can do more. You can uh, you can expect more of them, but like. All these little points of damage against spellcasters, the the real important part is that instances of damage trigger concentration checks, but if they succeeded on the save, then they're they're not concentrating on the spell anyway. Right. Um, yeah, it, it's it's not enough damage to make me really care that much about this ability. Yeah. Finally, 20th level, the mortal bulwark. You are a divine power in the defense of the mortal realms. You gain true sight for 120 feet. Who cares? You advantage on attack rolls, but only against aberrations, celestial elementals, space, and feeds. What? This, this one, I know, like, uh, yeah, comparison to all the other ones where it's just, like, resistance to all damage. Yeah, or you have bad. advantage on all attacks. This, These ones, like, that covers enough of the evil bosses that I'm just like, okay, this all is right. probably fine. And if it does. 
Uh, whenever you hit a creature with an attack roll and damage, deal damage to it, you can force it to make a charisma save. On a failed save, they are magically banished to its native plane of existence if it's currently not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I have I've traveled far and wide to the prime material plane to go, oh, oh shit! <laughs> and just like... Just banish things I, left and right. I So as a DM, I hate this ability because just like after three legendary resistances, it's just like, okay, I rolled an at one. Now the fight's over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Banished. All right. It's banished. banished. It's back. Uh, what do you, what do you think about the oath of the watchers? I'm not going to lie to you. I think this is the worst one I've seen actually. Yeah. I think this one has a whole, whole lot of flavor to it, which is kind of cool. Like, I'll just be super judgmental and mean and just give it a D. Just because I think counterspell is the best thing this class has. Yeah, I think I think it's aura giving bonuses to initiative is good, and the uh, Watcher's Will is pretty good. I'm going to give it a C. I don't think right. it's, I'm I don't think it's anything D. special. Yeah, because I, I actually don't even think the Watcher's Will is that good, honestly. It's only a bonus equal to the Charisma mod, which if it's not high enough is like pretty negligible. So I think, well, no, this gives you advantage. Oh, gives you advantage? I thought yeah. it was a charisma mod bonus. You can use it. A, uh, any, oh. a, the creatures you can affect are equal to your number. Oh, okay. Mods. Yeah, yeah. But it gives you advantage. Yeah, but advantage it gives you advantage. Okay. And then you also get, like, the plus three. So it's, like, all... Yeah. There's a, tons of spells that, like... I think that is pretty good. But yeah. the it's not, like, no, that makes it insane better. or anything. All right, I'll go to a C minus. Fine. Tough. Just I really did give it a D because I was like, ah, the channel of is crap. The spells are crap. This stuff later is crap. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely like you're if there are two paladins and one of them's like Oath of Vengeance and you're playing this one, you're just like, Yeah, I wish <laughs> everyone's like, Check out the real paladin over here. It's just like, Hey, Misty Step, attack, abjure, <laughs> and foul of enmity. I get 15 like attacks. I did something wrong. All right, uh, we have a couple others. They don't fit into any of the three major expansions, but we still wanted to go over a couple of them, especially because I think this first one's really cool flavor-wise. That I'm surprised isn't in, like, even the base game. I feel like I should have this one. It says it's in the Dungeon Master's Guide. This is yeah. the Oathbreaker pack. This is the DMG. This is, this is a, there's a, a couple classes that are in, like, the evil character. Uh, oh, section of the I love this Oathbreaker. This is such a cool flavor. The yeah, Oathbreaker awesome. Paladin. Because they broke their oath. It makes a lot of sense. This is so cool. So the Oathbreaker Paladin, it's funny because this doesn't actually have tenants. <laughs> because it broke its oath. I broke my oath. No I tenants. Broke my oath. Yeah, you're just you're you're an outlaw here. It's and it's got some cool abilities to, to suit it. Uh third level got the hellish rebuke and inflict wounds. Mm-hmm. Hellish uh, rebuke is cool. Inflict wounds. wounds. You're just you're just gonna attack. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you're just gonna attack. You're not getting inflict wounds. Uh, Fifth level, crown of madness and darkness. Those are some cool spells. I don't know how Mm. useful they are. They'd be tough to use. Ninth level, you get animate dead. Animate dead is is sweet. Animate dead is so sweet. And bestow a curse. Uh, Thirteenth level, blight. Light comes up a lot, actually. Light's fun, yeah. And then uh, Confusion. I love Confusion. I also love the flavor of Confusion for the Oathbreaker Paladin. (laughs) He's confused, man. He's what? What are you talking about? (laughs) He doesn't know. 
Uh, and then 17 level contagion and dominate person. I mean, these these are these are sweet. These are good spells. Uh, their channel divinities they have control undead. Uh, as long as it's an undead creature, they have to make a wisdom save. I kind of wish they didn't. I kind of wish it was just like control the undead, damn it. Uh, but you know, it's D and D. Yeah, you got everything's got to be tied to it. On a failed save, they have to obey your commands for twenty four hours, which is pretty sweet. Uh, it can only be uh, a, a, a undead whose challenge rating is equal to or greater than your paladin levels immune. So it has to be less. Than that. But yeah, which is a that's nice, pretty easy. It's to do. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah, and it, it, I like that that's in there, again, from the DM side, so I don't have to be like, oh, shit, this boss is technically undead. He's just going <laughs> to yeah, <laughs> control it. Control oh, okay. Uh, Let's, for 24 hours, minus one legendary resistance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it has the dreadful aspect as well. As an action, you can channel the darkest emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Each creature of your choice within 30 feet of you must make a wisdom save. If it fails, it's frightened for one minute. So I like that they were just like, yeah, and then we don't have to. Otherwise, we don't care what it is. Just like everything's afraid of you. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the Aura of Hatred at seventh level. Uh, you, as well as any fiends and undead within 10 feet of you, get a bonus to melee weapon damage rolls equal to your charisma mod. Uh, a creature can benefit from this only one paladin at a time, so you can't stack Auras of Hate. Yep. Yeah. So you can't stack them. Uh, this is kind of crazy. Be just this one. This affects you, so yep. you just always get like additional plus three damage. Yep. Which is pretty up nuts. to plus five. Up to plus five. Um, kind of funny thing. If undead enemies are attacking you, they get the benefit of this. It doesn't yes. say allies. Um, but your animate dead bones, bones and zombies get all this abilities too. So starting at level nine, you really start to be like, really like you just start having this horde of undead around you, and they just all super buff. Um, but it's uh, I I think this is awesome. This is one of those passive abilities. Just like I'm just gonna do plus three damage to everything. Yeah, and I'm gonna love it's pretty it. Pretty sweet. Fifteenth uh, level, the supernatural resistance. You have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage from non-magical weapons. Yeah, that's okay. Does the non-magical weapons that has that's got to come up like all the time? It's got to, yeah. Unless basically, um, like all like natural weapons like claws and and tails and bite attacks generally are non-magic. Generally, sometimes they do count as magic weapons, but like mm. every like meaningful thing you'll fight it's will <laughs> will has a magic weapon on it or something. Yeah. Um, so it's like. It, it, yeah, that's a little it, it'll upsetting. come up, but yeah, that's a it's a little upsetting. Yeah. I think it probably could have just been, you know, just just resistant. Well, yeah, uh, yeah no, it probably could. It could have been something like else, a permanent yeah. rage. That's like fine. A fifteenth level, yeah, why not? Dreadlord is the twentieth as an action. You can have an aura of gloom. It uh, reduces any bright light in the thirty radius to dim light. Whenever an enemy that's frightened by you starts its turn in the aura, it takes four d ten psychic. That's a crazy amount of damage. And that's every turn they start yeah. within uh, your aura if they're frightened of you. Additionally, you and any creatures you're choosing in the aura are draped in a deeper shadow. Creatures that rely on sight have disadvantage on attack rolls against you and any creatures in your aura. Uh, while the aura lasts, you can have a bonus action on your turn to cause the shadows in the aura to attack a creature. 
If the creature, if the attack hits, it takes necrotic damage equal to 3d10 plus your charisma. This is such a cool ability. That's so awesome. You just have these, like, shadow monsters that just follow (laughs) you around. Everything has disadvantage against you, and everything afraid of you takes a crud ton of damage. Yeah, and, like, so, and the the best part about this is, not the best part, but the, the cool thing is, all it cares about for the disadvantage is that you are in the shadow. Right. So they have disadvantage on attack rolls against creatures draped in this shadow. So that way, if the spellcaster is 40 feet away, 50 feet away, you're draped in the shadow. It doesn't matter if they're in the aura or not. You are draped in shadow, so they have disadvantage. So it normally it'd be like, oh, all creatures within the aura have disadvantage against right. you. They have to be within it. Uh, what's the range, though, when it triggers? Because it says in the aura, they're draped in deeper shadow. At first, and then uh, and then I assume they can yeah. leave the aura after that. So kind of the no, it's creatures that reliance have disadvantage attack rolls against creatures draped in this shadow. So if you are you enshroud yourself to in drape shadow it into shadow, you can only drape it within thirty feet. Yeah, but you're only doing that to uh, like yourself and yeah. other people around you. But if if you're fifty, if you're an enemy fifty feet away from me, I activate. Dread Lord, it doesn't matter how far you are away. You are only see like the shadows and stuff, so you have disadvantage on attacks. Right. Okay. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, what do you think about this class overall, the Oathbreaker? Uh, I think this is a B. I think it's pretty sweet. The just getting a passive buff like plus three or four to all your attacks is it's pretty sweet. Pretty yeah. sweet. That will rarely end up double-edged shorting going in the wrong direction. Right, yeah. And, but you're also a paladin that if it's if they're undeads or If fiends, they're undead, yeah, they're in trouble. You're, <laughs> you're going to yeah, be like, sure, trouble. I'll take another four damage. Yeah, I'm just going to divide and smite you eight 20. times. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, it's a solid class. It's, it's a B. It's, and it's got some unique spells that the other ones don't have. Yeah, I think this is really shines when you get to double digits. Uh, as far as level, like the anime dead yeah. thing where you can just have these undead that's, thralls around you that also get buffed and stuff. I think that's when it really shines. That's like, really sweet. Yeah, yeah. That, that's sweet. And lastly, we're going to go over the Paladin of the Crown. This is the last one we're going to go over. Uh, their uh, tenets are law, loyalty, courage, and responsibility. Like, I feel like we've heard half those words. Uh, <laughs> They're just like, level. Paladin. Oh, uh... <laughs> Yeah, right? Like, I don't know. They just have to, like, adjust it slightly here. So, they have Command and Compelled Duel. There's your Compelled Duel, so it must be a Paladin. It is a Paladin spell, yeah. Fifth level, uh, Warding Bond and Zone of Truth. Ninth level, Aura of Vitality and Spirit Guardians. Thirteenth level, Banishment and Guardians of Faith. And seventeenth level, Circle of Power and Gaze. I love Gaze. Gaze is sweet. Aura of Vitality is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Spirit Guardians is good. Grinds yeah, of Faith is good. They're, they're all good. Yeah, some decent ones. Channel Divinities, it's got the Champion Challenge as a bonus action. You can challenge other creatures to do battle with you. A creature, Each creature of your choice within 30 feet of you must make a Wisdom save. On a failed save, they can't willingly move more than 30 feet away from you. It ends if the creature's dying or dies or is incapacitated. But that's sweet. It's just like you just like that's an entrapment yeah, spell. You just yeah, you just, you just like trapped you, them. Yeah, you just be like you, 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 and you fight. Yeah. No one moves. <laughs> no one like, moves ah. until we all die. Uh, and that and that can, turn the that tide. Be sweet. 
is another another bonus action. Yeah. Another, so he's got two bonus actions as Trail of Divinities, which is sweet. Each creature of your choice within 30 feet of you regains hit points equal to 1d6 plus Charisma Mod. So this is pretty crazy, actually. It, so it, only if it has no more than half their hit points to start out with. Right, which if they're at zero, they don't have half their hit points. So Wait. this is a bonus yeah, action pop everything back up. Yeah. This is crazy. This is the old Mercy Ultimate. <laughs> yeah, it, it is kind of nuts just to be like... I mean, what is mass uh, Cure wounds? healing word or whatever? Like, what spell level is that? It's kind of like that. Oh, yeah, that's like a fifth level spell. Yeah, you just get that as a bonus action. You just have it as a bonus action. See, that's crazy. Yeah, you know when it's going to be useful, and it's going to come up a lot. Yeah, and this is a, a so lot of times of good. with your as a paladin, since you're A, in the midst of the fight, um, you're going to be close by everybody. So when I was playing paladin, there's a lot of times where I just like, lay on hands for one hit point. Now he's back up and up. Oh, we all die again. Lay on hands, one hit point. Uh, just bit of the nature of the fight. And this can just be like bonus action. You and you are up now. Now I'm going to fight. <laughs> some, I'm going to fight this guy. <laughs> yeah. Pretty crazy. Pretty. These are, these channel divinities are really strong. Yeah. Uh, at seventh level, we've seen before the divine allegiance. It's called something different. When a creature within five feet of you takes damage, you can use your reaction to substitute your own health for that of the creatures. <laughs> so you take the damage instead of that creature. So it's literally the Paladin of Redemption coming back here at seventh level yeah. for the Paladin of the Crown. So you can take the damage instead if you want. Eh. And it's with five, five feet, so they gotta be right next to you. Yeah. The I'm protector guy. Yeah, the... Um, I'm trying to think of... Yeah, the other one was ten feet, which that is, I think... Difference between five and difference. ten feet is pretty big. It's a big difference. Um, yeah, which is which is good. Um, you really have to butt up against people. Yeah, you, you, yeah. It's, it's interesting. And then fifteenth level, the unyielding saint. You have advantage on saving throws to avoid becoming paralyzed or stunned. That's a big deal. Yeah, it's like not being paralyzed and stunned is a big deal. It's a big deal. It doesn't come up that often. It, yeah, it's one of those things that just like. You'll go and, through and eight sessions without. Yeah, it's not even immunity. I, I think this will come up like a couple times. It is a little upsetting that it's only on like saving throws, right? Because if there isn't a saving throw for something that's a paralyzer or stun, that would feel real upsetting to get paralyzed or stunned and be like, I didn't even get to try and save, and I get yeah. There, there is a high level spell, power word stun, where it's just like you're yeah. stunned, and it's just yeah. like this should just be immunity because there's not too many things that paralyze or stun you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then the exalted champion is its twentieth level. You get it's same as like all the other ones. You use an action and you get a bunch of crap. You get resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical. So it's the same as that fifteenth level from your last class. Uh, your allies have advantage on death saving throws within thirty feet of you. That's, That's hilarious. Yeah. And then you have advantage on wisdom saves. Uh, so do all allies within thirty feet of you. So super useful. On, on high level fights, but I don't know. I feel like this got worse the later it went. I feel like yeah, like it's, was the it best started so strong, and <laughs> it, was, it was like, oh man, these channel divinities are awesome. The Ooh, channel what? divinities are so good, and the whatever. The and then you're just like, okay, and then it's like, mm. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. 
I have a hard time giving it any higher than like uh, the B minus again, just because just just because the channel divinities are so strong, and like I feel like you can always make use of those. Yeah, in every scenario. So I'm like, fine. It's yeah, fine. I think I think you're right. I'll give it a B. I was gonna give it a C, but I think you talked me out. Yeah, I, it's just so, it's so useful. You're gonna feel areas. so good at level like five to yeah, eight, yeah. which is where honestly, let, let's be honest, that's where most campaigns are. So right. That's, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like for the majority of the campaign, this paladin. You're gonna be you're gonna be good. All right, that we finally made it through the rest of the paladins. Yeah. So, what about making a class? Would uh, you want to make one real quick? What did you got? Oh man, I so I didn't actually make one. Make one because I forgot. Well, if you had to theorize what you think you'd choose right now, what, what do you what I, would you go with? I have been kicking around an idea for a character. I really want to make a Warforge Oath of Redemption Paladin. Uh, um, because I want to play somebody who is who claims they're a pacifist without knowing what pacifism actually means. Okay, <laughs> so it'd be like causing all these all like untold harm, or like, oh, I help my friend uh, kill you faster. It's like uh, that's because I'm a pacifist. I don't, I don't hurt people myself, <laughs> and like I can't have. And he just, he just he just uses he just he has to die, but not by my hand. I'm a pacifist, <laughs> um, and he'll just carry a shield. And then I, there's probably a feat out there that allows you to att- use your shield as a weapon, so I can trigger divine smite when I have to. But it's like I don't carry a weapon, therefore I'm harmless. Counterspell, hold person, hypnotic, right. <laughs> 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 and just do all these horrible things. Be like, that's pretty you know, sweet. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Uh, as for me. I went with a Oath of the Ancient. I think this is such a cool, yeah. cool subclass. I really like this Oath of the Ancients. Uh, as far as my race went, I had to ch- shout out a new uh, wild one. We know I like to kind of call out new yeah. subclass. This one, I'm going with a Herengon. Ooh, those ones are fun. Yeah, so this is a rabbit folk. Uh, I feel like it works really well with the Oath of the Ancients being a nature speaking to beasts and animals and everything because mm-hmm. you're kind of an animal-like in your own right. So it kind of makes sense that you could talk to animals. Uh, I would go with the more flexible and choose an ability score. It allows you to choose any one you want. So I'd probably choose, you know, a Charisma or a, you know, yeah, char- probably Charisma as my plus two. And then uh, either Wisdom or Con is my plus one. Uh it gets some really good abilities. Hair trigger. You added your proficiency bonus to your initiative. Yeah. Just flat. Just that's sweet. You have proficiency in perception. It has lucky footwork. When you fail a deck save, you can use your reaction to roll a d4 and add it to the save, potentially turning that into a success. That could be a big deal. Yeah. It, it And it is just like, on average, it's uh, d4 is like plus two and a half. So like, right. you already add your plus your... Uh, charisma modifier to your deck yep. save, and now you get to add a d4 to, to be like, "Ooh, I didn't fall into that trap." That's super good. Yep. And then uh, it also gives you the rabbit hop, <laughs> which is it's actually pretty sweet as a bonus yeah. action. You, you literally get like a mus- misty step a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. As a bonus action, you can jump a number of feet equal to five times your proficiency bonus without provoking opportunity attacks. So it is sort of like a misty step. You yeah. can like hop out of the way with your bonus action. Uh, 
and you can use it a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, and you can re you regain all the uses after a long rest. So like you always just have this incredible ability to just be like, oh crap, I don't want to get hit here. Hop. Right, <laughs> hop yeah. away. And you basically you can just read this as your speed increases by an additional like five times your proficiency yeah. bonus and feet too. Yeah, because you can right use your movement and then bonus action rabbit hop. Yeah. Really uh, sweet. So I like hair gods are pretty sweet. They're yeah, really cool. Uh, should I say what the Warforged do? Sure. Yeah, because um, I don't know if we have ever gone over Warforged. Yeah, so Warforged, your con increases by two, and then one other one of your choice increases by one. Yep. Um, would you do choose charisma as a paladin? What with with this one redemption, I would because okay. I'm not as like I'm not going to focus on the paladin's main thing, which is which is uh, doing damage. But honestly. I, in the back of my head, I'm just like, well, as long as you can hit, well, your divine smites are going to do all the damage. Like, so you, you'd probably just go strength then, maybe. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, it will be a strength based uh, paladin, but yeah, I'm going to do con and charisma because I'm going to focus more on the on the spells than the yeah. The but but I was just saying in general for paladin. In so paladin, like, probably, probably strength, mostly choose strength. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the it has constructed resilience. So you have advantage on saving throws against being poisoned, and you have resistance to poison damage, which is good. Um, you're immune to disease, but that you already get that as a paladin pretty early on. Um, you don't need yeah, to eat, do. drink, or breathe, which I think is kind of funny. It'll never come yeah. up, but... Um, and you don't need to sleep. You can't be magically put to sleep, so kind of like the elves thing. Instead of sleep, you can spend uh, six hours in an inactive, motionless state. Um... <laughs> In the state, you appear inert, but doesn't render you unconscious, so you can see and hear as normal. So you can just be like, just the ultimate thing where, like, I'll just take watch all night. Right. <laughs> so you can just see, just put me up, I'll just be the motion sensor. <laughs> right, right, um, right. And you also get a plus one to armor class. Um, and you can only don armor, which you have proficiency. To don armor other than a shield, you must incorporate it into your body over the course of an hour. So you just, like, absorb the armor into your body. So it never kind of looks like you're wearing armor, which I think is kind of cool. Right. Uh, you gain one skill proficiency and a tool proficiency. And, yeah. And then, uh, lastly, because we are technically level three, right? Uh, what fighting style would you uh, choose on your... Redemption. I guess would you go protection? I think I would go. Defense? I would go the uh, one where you get two extra uh, cantrips. Oh, the blessed warrior. The blessed warrior one. I go. That okay. One. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I think as far as my character would, go, I'd probably actually with the the oath of the ancients one. I'd probably go spring for the great weapon fighting oath of the ancients. Try try it. Try it out. Try go two hander. Yeah, it's so go all out. It's good. It, it'll it'll uh, deal some extra damage. That's I feel like with sure. yeah, with being a uh, Harangan, I'm you know pretty good at getting away from damage when I need to, anyways. So might as yeah. well go all out with my uh, offensive end and go great weapon master. All yep. right. Well, that's it for the paladin review of the class. It's a good class. It's out. a good class. I <laughs> and it's very popular for new players. It's There's, very popular. For very good reasons. I played as a, my first class. We've had I, my other campaign, we had two paladins and for two first time players. 
it's a, it's popular a good one. choice. It makes sense. Uh, I could see why. Looking at this class, it's just there's no downside. <laughs> yeah, there's no downside, and you feel comfortable being like, "What role do I need to fill?" Like, well, I can fill yeah, any role right, I right, want right. to. It is, yeah, it go, running in the blind, right? It's, yeah, you know, you're like, I don't know what my party comp's like. Paladin. Uh, yeah, paladin. Everyone's gonna be it's happy. Always with you. gonna be good. All right. What about uh, next week? We're gonna go back to magic. Then what are we gonna be talking about there? Well. Old news, but we got new cards coming out. We haven't talked about yeah. the Commander ones yet. We have five different... I haven't seen them on the shelves yet. I don't know. Yeah, they're probably out now. Uh, yeah, I've gotten, I've gotten one of them. I got the, oh, okay. the counter one. And I just love it. It's not good, the, but I love it. Yeah, the, it the, yeah, the brokers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and then next D&D. We're going to go over items, like magic items, uh, items. kind of in a broad sense. We might like focus on a particular aspect of them in a later episode, but we're just going to talk about them. It, it, like, getting loot and getting items is like items. one of the biggest things that like pop up in D&D. Yeah. You're either searching for them a quest, you pick them up at a store, you're trying to steal them, someone's trying to steal them from you. There's specific ones for certain campaigns, too, yeah. that we can mention. So, items. Yeah, it's a big subject. We'll see where we get to with that. Uh, how about if they want to reach out to us and give us a topic? We we need topics. Don't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Good no, I'm just answer. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, no, we, you can reach out to us uh, through our email, which is dragonpartypodcast at gmail.com or Twitter at dragonpartypod. Gmail would be the best. I, I do occasionally look at it. Uh, if, if you mention anything, give us some topics. Let us know. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get to it for you. Yeah. Uh, that's about it for today. Let's go back to partying. We'll go back to the party. And to all of you listeners out there, party on. Party on.